in five, four, three, two. Had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute. I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. You're the modern-day Yoda. I'm your humble Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm -hmm. Good and terrible. And you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Portos, motorheads, geek bloods, wastoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. <laughs>
Washington. Wednesday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 96.1 The Big X. Live from our new digs here. The new L College of Business Studios. Uh, we're about to have our first guest in, in studio here. Uh, B-Sim's going to be here momentarily. Excited to see how this goes. We'll have to figure out what mics uh, are happening. Uh, TJ did text in and say that they are color-coded, and Mike supposedly those headsets have been broken for a very long time. Aren't they brand new? <laughs> well, they're brand new to us. What? Yeah, you ever, you're telling, brand new to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, That'd be my mom taking me like to the consignment shop. Like, you get a new toy. All right. They were not broken. I don't. I mean, I don't think I only used one pair on Wednesday on, on Monday show, but I don't think that the other pair was broken. And I know that. Uh, I know it had to. If it happened, it happened after we were gone because I had I left one unplugged because I was trying to get my headphones to work. And then when I came back in, both pairs were plugged back in on Tuesday. So. All just a mess. Uh, I was gonna say, what's a guess? Let's, let's let's try something. Can you talk into one of the other mics? I can't. He's actually here, so one of us has to go let him in too. So, not it. You, you, <laughs> I, that means you have to talk for like twenty seconds. Can you do all that? right, I'll get up. Right. I'd rather walk. Okay, I was gonna say. I, I figured you. Is would he here it. now? Yes, he's here. Okay, all, all right. Go let him in. All right, that's uh, Trevor Kelsey going to let our guest. Uh, T.J. Walker did text in. He also says, per scoots, Trevor broke them nearly instantly after opening. So now Trevor's being blamed for the, 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 the headsets being broken. I don't know. The weird thing, though, is my own headphones don't work. And uh, Troy was just in here. Our boss was trying to figure out if this is something that we can get fixed. But I don't know. So it's all a work in progress. And if you're asking about the podcast, I haven't glanced at the text line besides looking at T.J.'s text. Um, we don't know what's going on there. Trevor has to... The, the podcast gets mailed to us, uh, to him, apparently, and the first one on Monday got lost somewhere in the ether. It was discovered on Tuesday, uh, and we have no idea where yesterday's was. So we'll, we'll, you may or may not get a podcast of today's show out, which I know sucks, but we are going to get all this straightened out. It's just a, it's, it's a little bit – it's a work in progress here. We're trying to get some stuff done. It's, uh, it's going to be a fantastic time. Here's my guy, uh, B-Sim, in the house. Mr. I, you don't want these cards. Ready to go. I appreciate it, man. Uh, have a seat there. Yeah, we got – it's a broken headset. We duct taped it up together. I think it's going to be okay. I think it's going to work. We, <laughs> we've we got – we're in a brand-new studio. So this is – we used to be across the hall here. We, we did a show here forever. It was like a system failure. We went to Jeffersonville, like the OG studio, the original studio. We've been doing shows there for like the last four months. So this is our first like two days over here in this building. So we're trying to make it work. Uh, Trevor, does that mic work, or do we need to try the other one? All right, let's test it out. Uh, can you speak for me? All right. How's that sound? No, it sounds like it's off mic. Talking, not talking. All right. You want to try the other one? Yeah. Okay. We're, we're, we'll try this one. That you, one did off. you fall? No, the, the mic fell off the stand. Did, did you fall? The mic fell off the stand. You fall? Can you get up? Do I need to come in and help you? Do I need to lift you up? Do I take you to the hospital again? No, no. We're, we're, Are you okay, Mike? Here I come, buddy. I'm not going to die. We're, we're going to make it. We're, we're, we're going to be fine. We're going to do this. We're going we're gonna to make sure that this works. All right. He, let him pick a mic and he, uh, have him, have him uh, give me a few Well, the bars. other one's the, the one's broken now. So we're going well, to see if, we're gonna see if, we're gonna see if the broken one will work in just a second. This is... Okay. All right. Talk. Let's see if that. Let's see if this actually works. Yeah, I'm not getting him. Okay. Well, this is. You might have to like share the mic. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we can do that. I'm gonna walk over here. I'm gonna walk this mic over here. We're gonna old school style this. Are y'all not like sitting next to each other in there? No, we can't. It, the mics are on one side. Actually, I don't think we can. Can it? Will it spin? No. 
stop doing that. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you stand up over here. Uh, we we got B Sim in the house. If you know B Sim, you know him from a lot of different projects over the years. Maybe most famously, you don't want these cards. Probably wasn't that bad. Talk about so right now. You got some goodies here. What's going on, man? I know you've had the gear for a while now. What's going on now? Well, I'm, I'm signed to a record label out in California. We've got – I saw you hooked up Jack Plummer, too. So I'm, I feel like this is official Jack Plummer underwear. And let the record show that since you hooked Jack Plummer up with his underwear, the man goes 18-21, 388, five touchdowns, no interceptions, wins national player of the week. I'm kind of feeling like we need to, we need to get credit to the, the Ithaca underwear. For sure. I mean, you remember when, when 2013 happened with Jack Plummer. I mean, yeah, you know, you know. So, yeah, it's only right. Uh, as far as so, if people are interested in this, I know you got the website, you got gear there. Tell people where they can go. Uh, you can go to officialbsim.com, officialbsim.com, official. It's very hard to spell, so you can Google it if you have to, and just click the merch button, and everything's there. <laughs> uh, let's talk. I mean, uh, we've been talking about Notre Dame sellout coming up a week from from Saturday, big game in Raleigh this weekend. First four and zero starts since 2016. Looking for the first five and zero starts since Teddy Bridgewater was here back in the day. Jeff Brom home. I mean, we're feeling the enthusiasm here on the show. We're feeling the enthusiasm on the website. I'm sure you're feeling the enthusiasm. Cardinal football, it kind of feels like, you know, I don't want to say cards are back. Cards kind of feel like we're back. I think we're back. And after the little years we had, we, we should sell out. Uh, for you personally, I mean, I, I was talking about this. I don't know how this even came up during the summer. I miss the era of Cardinal football anthems. Remember we had, the first time that I think I became familiar with you was the uh, are you ready? The first one, which I said was like it was my, one of my favorite verses of all time. Any question if we go into the bowl game, credit to Petrino. I got to say it's only. It's still it's fantastic. It's great. We had that. There was like another. Are you ready? Uh, like, like, you know, you guys were doing a bunch of. Stuff. I kind of miss that era. We I feel like we need to bring it back. Everything's coming back this year. We're going. We're going all in. I, I want to. So we've got football. Football's going well. You are. I've had friends text me. They've played uh, basketball with you at the Y for years. My buddy. Against it's like Eastern Kahoot. You, I know you played at Eastern back in the day. Uh, you're still boys with Rajon Rondo. Our basketball squad. I mean, a lot of people wondering. A lot of people are like, can they bounce back? What are your thoughts overall on on U of O hoops right now? I mean, the expectations are high. All we got to do is win out. That's what it is. So as long as we win, you know, two or three games, that's all that matters. I think we'll do better than that. I, I have. Can you the, play guard? <laughs> Mike, me and Steve have been, I've been working on some shooting. I haven't been working on shooting too much. I've been working on some shooting. We'll see. I, I see, I feel like everybody's over there. The new Steve at gym. Nick Coffey was over there. You're over there. I haven't been invited yet. Can't do that. Steven, you got to get Robert Devoe ASAP. <laughs> I can shoot. I can't grade. That's, that's, that's the only problem. We're going to have an issue. I, I like that, that B-SIM is good with the Mike Rutherford guarantee. I made the guarantee a few months ago. I said, we're winning at least five games. Like, don't, don't get it twisted. At least five games. It's happening. Uh, I, I want to ask you also while we have you in here, the local hip-hop scene. I mean, you've been around here for forever. Uh, and, and now a lot of attention. You, you've got Jack Harlow. You've got the homies. You've got other people coming. Are you seeing it sort of flourish a little bit more? Are you seeing more people involved in it than maybe when you were getting started? Uh, you know, we're, I guess about the same age, like mid-2000s. Is it, is, it, is it different now than it was back then? Definitely different. 
Gotham. I love that. So new studio. What does that mean for you personally? Like, what, what can we expect in the coming days, months, years? Studio's good. We're, we're about like 30 minutes away from the So once we get that up, anything else? Well, we got you here. Anything else people need to know right now? We don't hear from you enough, man. I haven't seen you since uh, you know, back the, the You Don't Want These Cars video shoot. You, you were still in the gear then. Like, it, it's been too long, man. It's been too long. Took my little hiatus for this time. Uh, have you seen, we haven't had a chance to talk about it. Have you seen the Dame Lillard trade? I mean, highway robbery feels about right. I'm saying it. We haven't had a chance to talk about it yet, but it's it's all sorts of big-time news. Uh, anything else that you want to get to the people before we, uh, we call it a segment here? Uh, I'll say official beast. officialbsim.com, and we always appreciate it. Jeff, can we throw it to break? Can we do two breaks here in the segment? Is that possible? Even with the heart out at 59? I mean, we can take one, yeah. Yeah, let's, all right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. We'll wrap up hour number one here. It's the Mike Rutherford Show, 1450-961. Welcome back in. Wednesday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show here, 1450-961, the Big X. Big thanks to uh, B-Sim stopping in. Uh, I wish we had a better setup here. I wish that the we had to share a mic there. It was, uh, it was, it was rough. I, I didn't realize, do the other two mics just not work? I, is that what we're finding out? I mean, I I don't think so. You want to try talking into one of them? Well, not right now. I mean, we, we, just, we just did that for an entire segment, so I'm not going to. Where's Dave? Just, just get Dave on this. But, uh, call Glenn. Call Glenn. Make, make Glenn make this happen. But uh, B-Sim, if, if you couldn't hear some of the stuff we're talking about there, he is now, Ithaca is the brand. They've got official U of L underwear. They've got official socks. I'm going to uh, start wearing underwear again. You're going to have to. I mean, he hooked Jack Plummer up with a pair last week, and Jack Plummer promptly played his best game as a college athlete. I feel like I'm going to wear these this weekend, and we're going to beat, uh, beat NC State by a billion on Friday. I'm excited about that. And if you're interested in copping a pair, officialbsim.com is the website. He also dropped a, a poster of his uh, his new single, which is just out, called Bounce Back King. I think we need to hang this up. We, we don't have any studio art in here. We don't have anything up here. Uh, we also need to bring the Charlie Strong Joker Phillips picture over to this, uh, yeah, to this that, room. Yeah, that belongs to me. You're right, yeah. We'll put this up. Uh, little Howard's over there. I don't like that he's got the U.K. scarf on and stuff, but that's uh, you know that's, that's on Jeff Brom to fix, and we're going to put the, uh, the, the B-SIM poster up too. So now we, not only do I have free underwear and, and socks, I've got art for the uh, for the for the new studio. Underwear now? Are we, talk, are we talking like boxers, tidy whities or uh, or like g-strings? It's like the boxer briefs. Like the okay. the older I get, and I I say this genuinely, 
the more particular I get about underwear, the more willing I am to invest. Like, like you know, you get what you pay for. I'm gonna, I, I pay for somewhat expensive underwear because it feels good. I can't, I can't do boxers anymore. I can't do. Yeah, you know, I, I was like, I figured you were a boxer guy. Oh no, I mean, I, I gave up boxers after. You a tidy whitey dude? No, I'm, I'm boxer briefs. Like, you know, they, you know, they're, they're the slick, like feeling, like you feel like you're not even wearing underwear. It's great. I never really understood the difference between boxers and briefs. I just figured they were the same thing. They're not. What's the difference? Boxers and briefs, they're totally different. Briefs. <laughs> okay. Boxers are like loose hanging. Briefs are, are tight around your, your legs. Oh, okay. Okay. I just, all right. I, 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 I'm picturing what you're describing. Yeah. I'm a boxer guy. I you like still, the, You still wear like the old box, like, like with like wrestling people on them? I don't have wrestling people on it, but my, I mean, my boys need freedom to move. Like, I, I can't be like, I don't like being like. In. Well, again, these aren't like tidy waddies. They're like just yeah, but I picture briefs being more like they're the t- more the tighter stuff. You get some right? room. It's like a, you know, it's like Under Armour for your yeah, yeah, for your yeah. crotch. It feels good. I don't know. I'm, I'm more of a more freedom freedom of movement in, in, in my underwear, but not in the NBA. Mine hurt me. If I if I wear boxers now, I just it, it's I was a tidy whitey as a kid though. I was for a little bit. I was like, I was all tidy whitey up until I think maybe middle school. Like I think my my sixth grade was when I was like I'm. I'm a big I'm a big boy. I'm going big boy underwear. I can tell you exactly when I changed. It was fourth grade, and we started, like, changing for gym class when I changed to the <laughs> day, and, like, everybody else was wearing boxers. I'm like, I guess I'm wearing boxers now. <laughs> I guess this is the move that needs to happen. I never wore, like, the special tidy whities Mine was just a plain white, but still. Yeah, yeah. It, it's all good. <laughs> it's, we'll fix. But pick yourself up a brand. It's Ethica is the brand. E-T-H-I-K-A. He got hooked up with them, and he said, they've got all these other colleges. We need to get Louisville on there. Uh, now they have Louisville underwear. You can get some at officialbsim.com, and you'll play like Jack Plummer if you buy some. That's that's. Uh, I think we've established that we're good to go. Um, that was very cool. I, I enjoyed BSIM. I'm sorry that we didn't have the. But he gets technical difficulties. He makes music. He can He's, play guard. He said that's all I need to know. Uh, he can. He apparently is is quite the baller. Like I I know people that have played with him at the Y for years who've said he he can definitely hoop. He, he played with Rondo back in the day at Eastern. So. Was he on the team? Yeah. Okay. He played. He, he knows a little something about that. Those were some good squads. They uh, they put uh, I think like forty five on Trinity back in the day. Russell Miller also played back back then. He was in the game that I worked for Rondo. Rusty think, Ferris. I think, yeah, Rusty Ferris set in the corner and shot threes. Uh, my guy's how I used to play. That's the uh, I remember the Eastern team. I wonder if he was on the team that when Eastern came to Wagner and uh, Danny Lynn went to zone and wouldn't put anybody defender outside the three point line. And Bibby, being the tactical genius he is, just told Rondo to stand at the half court line, hold the ball for basically the whole half. I mean that's not yeah, but they they played they basically he was like you're not going to come guard me we're not going to with no shot clock I think the halftime score was like ten to eight it's not the first time that's happened in Kentucky high school basketball it was not so the last boring I, and so aggravating I was I'm running the board like I need more money for this I've been to a few games like I remember going to a few games like that we played t- uh, Ballard my junior year and Trini was like not that good and they were hanging with Ballard and they were playing a zone and Ballard was like at end of the third quarter they held it for like the last seven minutes of the third quarter yeah like, it sucks. It was, just, it was the coaches being like, he's like, I'm not, if you're not going to do it, I'm not going to do it. I'm just, somebody just drive and shoot. <laughs> like, I don't care. <laughs> they did that in, uh, there's a scene like that in Hoop Dreams, too. I feel like this, they end up being a little more lax in the second half. I can't remember what the score was, but it was still like in the 20s, I think. But No clue. Did you see the Damian Lillard trade before we talked about it there during that segment? Have, have you seen this news that just broke? Uh, I did. I heard, actually, I was reading about it as I was coming into the station today. That's, I, I mean, Jimmy Butler says rip off. It kind of feels like it. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's uh, one. I mean, how does a ball play for Damian Lillard? He actually found a market that's as small as the one he was just in. Anyway, I mean, yeah, he wanted to go to the beach, and they're like, "Well, <laughs> how does Milwaukee sound?" <laughs> I've been in Portland. I went out of Portland. How about Milwaukee, the Midwest Portland? I mean, it's pretty much 
Hope you like Laverne and Shirley. So the, if, if you haven't seen it, what the yeah. Bucks are getting Damian Lillard. It's a three-team deal with the Suns as the well. The Suns are getting Nurkic, and the Blazers are getting DeAndre Ayton is what it sounds yeah. like. Um, it, it sounds like, I mean, the Bucks. yeah. I think team to beat is underselling it now. They seem to be the favorites. You've got Giannis and Damian Lillard together, which you know, I don't think they're going to work together. Who, who knows how they, you know, who knows how it doesn't, whether or not it can. Uh, the Blazers also got, let's see, uh, Drew Holiday, Tamani Kamara, and a 2029 first round pick. The Suns also got Keon Johnson, Nasir Little, uh, and Grayson Allen, yeah. in addition to, to Nurkic. Uh, that's, that's yeah, it was basically, it was the three players. Portland got eight, and they got Dame, and everybody else got a bunch of scrubs that no one's going to, that's not even going to be on the roster since he's loose. And a draft pick that no one cares about. Yeah, Props to the Bucks. They pretty much gotten, I mean, DeAndre Ayton for him, which I guess is not, I mean, if DeAndre Ayton is decent DeAndre Ayton, but, I mean, it's, he's kind of like Miles Turner. He's like, he'll put up 20 and 10, and like, you won't even notice he's there. God, you hate Miles Turner. You bring him up so frequently. Well, it's because he sucks. You hate him so much. He's, he's <laughs> not a modern center. I mean, uh, he's not a modern center. He's not any kind of center. He's a center of my Anxiety is what he is. There is a part of me that that hates seeing this, just because the the old man in me. I know you feel the same way. You know, players back in the day sticking around, at whatever franchise drafted them as long as they could, and yeah. it seemed like Lower was a throwback to that. You know, Portland, not the biggest market, had not had a ton of success. I mean, had barely had any success since they drafted him, but he's still a bona fide superstar who was like, I want to play in Portland. I want to play in Portland. I want to stay in Portland. And now this is obviously the end of that. So he gets to go chase the championship. He'll he'll be more of a spotlight player. He'll have more attention on him. But I do kind of – there's definitely a part of me that hates seeing, like, him leave Portland, Donovan leave – although I mean, Donovan leaving Utah, whatever. Like the, the, he wasn't even there as long. He was only there, what, five yeah, years? Yeah, the, 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 the theory of him staying around I enjoyed, but Utah, whatever, get out of here. And, and this just – there's a part of me that looks at this and is like, eh, good for him, but kind of sucks for basketball purists. Yeah, I mean, unless you're – I mean, think Milwaukee's basketball purists. Well, I just meant sticking with the, the, the being, one team. Being yeah. a life. Thing is, though, is I mean, you. Can, I mean, on a, I mean, barely you can name probably on one hand the amount of players, superstar level that that stay with one team their entire career. Right. I mean, Reggie, Kobe. I mean. Yeah, I think that you and I like. It's about it almost to a degree. I mean, can you? I mean, you can almost you can only name. Carl Malone. Carl Malone, Stockton. I guess. Yeah, you're right. There's four. But I do think that we. You make a good point. Like we roll. No, Man- Malone went to the Lakers. Remember. That's right. At the end, he was so Stockton. Yeah, and that but I mean, not in the heart of their careers. Like they still well, still, you still I, play your old career. To your point, like I do think that people our age kind of romanticize. Like we all remember the same people playing yeah. for the same teams, and we act like they, you know, everybody stayed everywhere for fifteen to twenty years. And then you look back, and you're like, oh yeah, I forgot. Not a one, yeah. and that's just basketball. Barkley was everywhere, and then this guy yeah. was everywhere, and everybody played at different places. Like maybe it wasn't quite as. Fluid as it is now, where it's, it seems like every two or three years you just have somebody just recycling with a new franchise. But it wasn't like we think it was. It wasn't like everybody who played on NBA Jam was with that team for their entire career. I mean, and that's just not basketball. I just said it's every sport, really. I mean, you say the same about baseball for the most part. A lot of times you say it for for football. I mean, people forget Namath was a Ram. I mean, you know. So I mean, it's just that Montana was a Chief. Was, at least he, he did play there a little bit longer. I mean, kind of. I mean, Emmett Smith went to the Cardinals. Uh, so I mean, it's just, yeah, it's it's unfortunate. I wish you could. That's one of the reasons why I, I love the, my being a Reggie fan, especially a Patriot fan, is that we are such a rare company of being the one. And he turned down the, the Knicks several times at the end of his career and other teams, and could have gone somewhere else and wanted to wanted to try to win there. And he, he maybe could have, you know, Kayshawn Prince didn't goaltend his shot. And 
They didn't. They, they didn't. That's a, and Detroit fans. You always make that. And joke. Detroit fans didn't throw stuff at us and get us in a get us in a fight on purpose. So they can ask this real quick before you move on. Yes. Uh, do you genuinely think that was a goaltend? I have no comment. Yeah. Okay. That's that's what I wanted to hear. Because I, no I was going to be like, because that player came up on my timeline a few like like no weeks comment. ago, and I was I was like, that's the biggest block I've, I've, I've ever I've seen. Goaltending. He, and he fouled him on top of. <laughs> that's it. fine. I'm good with that. He had his hand on his hip. Did you not see it? That's the answer I was hoping. Look, 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 watch his legs. He's kicking him in the groin as he's going <laughs> up in the air. He's like a heel wrestler going up there. It's a horrific. There was hate, hate, hate speech on his undershirt. <laughs> I think he, think he can do that. All right, we have, so we have no choice. They're arrested. We have no choice but to take a break. Is that correct? At fifty nine here. Uh, what time? I don't even know what time it is. Fifty nine. Yeah, we got okay, okay, break. Yeah, yeah. I hope it fires. When I fired the last break, the ID fired. I don't know if I screwed something up in the law. Well, we're still still working out the kinks. We're going to find out. If we don't, Glenn, it's your phone. We'll find out. <laughs> we're going to try to take a break here. If not, we'll talk to you for another half an hour. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. Hour number two is on the way next. We'll talk to some Cardinal sports. I promise. Uh, we had a basketball schedule for both the men and the women. We'll get into that a little bit and take some text from you guys. Hour number two on the way next, turn 1450 and 961, the big L. Local 502, built on excellence, building a better tomorrow. Okay, can I admit something about the song? You like it? I, I do like the song. Okay, good. Cause I, you know I like it because it's it's on my playlist. This is Wacky Wednesday Shuffle. Trevor Wednesdays, just uh, just just shuffling. But hand up. So I, I do like the song. It was obviously very popular when I was growing up in the '90s. Until like I don't know, six seven years ago, way too long into my adulthood, I always thought he was. T- I never knew that he was talking about the Dolphins football team. Despite the fact that I knew the music video was all like, sports center. Dan Marino's in the music video. It's all football. I thought it was just like a dolphin made him cry. He thought it was so cute. I'm like, does the dolphin save tuna? I completely just did not understand the lyric at all. And then I got a little, I'm like, I think he is talking about the football team. I think that's what's going on here. Finally clicked. Makes me wonder what other songs you have no idea what they're really talking about in the lyrics. That one's pretty bad. What about Afternoon Delight? You think they're just talking about some, some brunch? I'm familiar with what Afternoon Delight's about. <laughs> it's all good. How many, how many basketball players can you name from this video? Oh, I don't remember. I'm just watching it. No just, idea. Now I just forget. I love that it's got Charles Smith and Walt Williams and Alonzo Mourning. I do not, do not remember that. I just remember Dan Marino being on there in the yeah. Sports Center clips. So. Uh, it's hour number two, yeah. 145961, the big X. We have not mentioned this, but tomorrow, this is the last day, Trev, that you oh. won't. You are not allowed in the state of Kentucky to bet on your phone. Starting tomorrow, oh, you're not going to have to leave your house. You don't have to go to Indiana. You're not going to have to do anything to bet on your phone. I know that you, a degenerate gambler, this has to make you excited. Uh, sort of, because, like, you know how many times I've probably been saved by the fact that I'm like, oh, I want to bet this, but I don't feel like driving over across the river just to make a bet. That's true. And then it turns out, like, man, I'm glad I didn't do that because I lost that bet. That's that's not going to happen now. Now it's going to be, Trevor's going to be sitting there at, like, 
11 o'clock and Pac-12 after dark's about to start, and I'm starting thinking, man, that's kind of a state game. That, 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 I could see them covering that five. I love that you have so little faith in your gambling ability that you're not even excited. You're more worried about your well-being than you are excited about gambling coming to Kentucky. What are people doing to me? <laughs> yeah, it's like you can now drink alcohol in Kentucky. Yeah, like, i got no self-control. <laughs> this is the worst news possible. I do. I feel, I feel like I've been like with the women in Prohibition. I've been like, yeah, they're making our men mad. They can't handle it. Neither can I. Now, I saw you – know, everybody has a DraftKings deal except for us. I, I do do DraftKings stuff on – Car Chronicle, but we don't have like a, a big X DraftKings deal. Maybe we need to go to one of the competitors. I think right? we're like the only station that doesn't. Right I know. We, yeah, we we need to rectify that. We need to make that. If you're, it's not because I'm if you're out the, there, DraftKing, we are willing to talk. Come to the negotiating table. I mean, it's. I mean, I'm already pretty much paid them for the rights. I mean, as much money <laughs> I've given them between. Because now you don't. They, they, so you have you have the, the app on your phone. I do only because I downloaded it and started an account when we went to that golf tournament in in May because I wanted to be able to bet on it while we were there. Oh, okay. Now, so do you have do you have it the sportsbook app or just the the, the other the? Uh, I just have like the, one of the DraftKings apps. Okay, because there's, there's two. There's that. a SportsKing app and there's like a DFS app. Well, DraftKings just just says DraftKings. Is it green or black? It's green. Okay, it's sportsbook. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the other one because I also use it for like DFS and and, and I'm in a. I'm in like a well. I'm in the league like every Monday night and Thursday night games. And anyway, the, the point that I'm getting it to is DraftKings is doing all this stuff with other people, and they're having the first official online wager Thursday morning. It's gonna be Matt Jones is doing it, and people are like, "Oh, what's he gonna do?" And it's probably just what like Louisville over Kentucky. I mean, can I get over Wait, Louisville? So what time is it? is it? Midnight tonight, or I think it's right. I think six a.m. tomorrow. It's officially official. That's so weird. Why start at six a.m.? I mean, my question to you though is, if somebody came, if DraftKings came to you and they're like. We love your work on the Rutherford Show. We've Obviously. loved your work for years. Obviously. LESReport.com is our favorite website to this day. I mean, duh. We want you to place the first official online wager in Kentucky. What's the bet? What do you What do you go with? I mean, I'll, I'll just go with Friday night's Louisville and cover against NC State. Okay, I think I, was, I thought maybe you'd do like a futures Eagle Super Bowl wager or something like that. No, I'm going to go right away. Why, 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 why? I'm having no patience. I've waited this long to make bets. I want to see my stuff come to fruition. Now, old Mike, I would have gone with, like, DePaul season win total under. But, you know, we lost to them the last well, time we part played. Part of our deal is are we adding my ACT score versus global win total? Well, of course. That's on the Big X Sportsbook. Okay. We have our own prop bet. We have our own whole little segment, which is oh, fantastic. Over under Mike's face clearing up for the pictures. God, no. There's no way it's going to be cleared up. Photoshop's going to have to go a long way towards making that happen. I know I felt like I need to explain myself to B-Sim. I'm like, I'm not doing cocaine back here, if that's what you're wondering. <laughs> My nose is on fire because I've got a sickness. What happens first? Trevor X gets laid or Nick has, I mean, uh, 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 TJ's new, new kid is born. <laughs> Next person to get laid in the Kelsey household. <laughs> Let, let the girl come back over. You see the odds. It's like plus 9,000. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Who's uh, setting this? We have parameters on here. I mean, did, is, 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 is paying for account? I don't know. I'm just <laughs> Who's making these odds? Where's this even coming from? How do they How do they know what I'm up how, to? That's a good question. That's a problem. That's how they know. <laughs> don't worry about it. The eye in the sky knows all. Uh, we would have some good prop bets. It'd be great. Next, next time we get the microphones fully working. Who takes the next? Who takes the next cat from the, from the old studio? I did feel terrible. I was talking to Troy about so the, the, my headphones that I bring in like don't work. I was talking about this on oh, Monday. It was your birthday, your Christmas gift too. Yeah, it was like, yeah, last year. 
And, and like, they just, like, don't work. So the only headphones that work here are the ones that are hooked up. And he's like, I'll ask Dave. We're like, no, 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 no. I, like, I was like, don't tell him that I wanted you to ask him. Like, just just make make it very clear that I'm fine with the way that things are. I don't want any problems. If I was, if they, he was to tell me I could ask him Dave one question and, and without being uh, uh, repercussions, I'd be like, how do I get people to fear me like they fear you? <laughs> with what he, I don't, I don't want to help with anything. A tersely worded email. I, 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 want, I just want to be able to be in your position where no one calls me either. <laughs> Many texts during the interview. I'm like, you have trouble hearing? I'm like, I'm in the other room. What do you mean? I can't do anything. Uh, Call Glenn. <laughs> Who's here, by the way? What do you mean? Glenn's here. He's, he's walking around. Oh, good. Well, no, good. You want me to come fix the headset or something? No. No, duct tape. We're, everything's fine. Everything's fine. We're all good here. We're don't, <laughs> we don't need any help. We don't, nothing. Nothing. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, you know, we were talking about uh, this uh, little story news. I don't know if you had this on your list of things to get to, but I'll, I'll beat you to it, I guess. Okay. Uh, and we were talking about, you know, players playing their whole careers with teams and how rare it is. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Brooks Robinson passed away today. Yesterday, actually. Yesterday. Okay, yesterday. Yeah. I didn't say it last night. Yeah, and then about bring it up because someone who played their entire franchise with one team. That's right. With Baltimore, so it kind of makes me want to root for Balt- the Orioles a little bit in the postseason if it's not for us, maybe. Win for Brooks. Win for Brooks and for my man Renshaw. He deserves it. They haven't won. They haven't won it since '83. Been a long time. It's been a long time. Baltimore's a good fan base. I, I read Cal Ripken's biography. I think that was was, was it the first or second year was when they won the World Series. I, I knew he was really young. Uh, I was. I think it was his rookie year because '83. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I remember him writing like you know, when it happens that quickly, you just assume you're gonna. It'd be great for the rest. He's like, we kind of sucked the rest of our career. The yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like you know, you don't you don't really get to embrace it when you're 23 years old the way that you should. But yeah, I've always liked the Orioles. It's a good baseball fan base. Camden Yards always seems cool. I've driven past. I've never actually been in there, but I don't have a problem with the Orioles. I mean, you think of Orioles like postseason. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess you should think maybe Eddie Murphy and maybe Brooks Robinson, but I don't know. I think, I think the me, kid. I think of the kid in yeah. Tony Tarasco. That's the yeah. first thing that comes to my mind. Yeah, exactly. What was his name? So Tony Tarasco was the outfield. I remember that he was a former Brave. Yeah, the the kid was Jeffrey Moore. Jeffrey Mayer. Mayer That's yeah. right. Yeah. So I'm trying to remember because he's the one that actually played for the Yankees in like Triple A or Double A or something. Yeah, he ended up getting drafted. He was yeah. there. Uh, maybe not Triple A. I think he only made it to like maybe Single A or yeah. something. Because he was a junior college kid. Was he okay? It was a cool story though. I mean, why? I mean, Bartman should have embraced that. He didn't. He um, didn't. He, he, it was a little bit of a different scenario. A little different turn. The fans didn't want him to touch the ball. Uh, <laughs> So that, that was that was slightly different, <laughs> slightly different. Uh, we've got a, we have an official U of L men's basketball schedule. I don't know if you saw this last night, but the ACC network they did its schedule reveal at eight o'clock with the show. So now we know exactly when U of L is going to play this winter, who they're going to play, all the, the the TV assignments, a lot of ACC network games. Go ahead and get ready for that, um, with expectations being hit the call button. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. Oh. And I, you, I can't tell you what I'm done now. It's it's weird. Uh, with all the the lowered expectations for U of L this season, not a whole lot of ESPN games slash ESPN two games. Not what we're accustomed to. I mean, I think when you look at January through like March, all I see I see a ton of ACC Network. I see a ton of the CW. I don't think we we have no ESPN games. We have a couple of ESPN two games. The CW. Yeah, CW's got their new ACC deal. We actually have no ACC games on ESPN this year. That's a little flawed of you, isn't it? Well, that's, <laughs> be happy. I mean, we, we that deal keeps us from playing on Valley Sports South, which you don't get. Nah, I, I don't know. I'm kind of torn now between this one. 
why you get the CW you can watch it. the game. <laughs> You'd rather just not watch. Kind of. <laughs> at least with Bally's, I have an excuse not to. <laughs> with football. The only game that does not have a TV designation right now is, is the DePaul game. It's a TBA. Uh, so. <laughs> Poor DePaul. Our first five games, I believe, are on ACC Network Extra. That's, that includes the exhibition games, though. And then now, we get, that, that, that's part of your ESPN like Plus package, though. Right, so, yeah, on ESPN Plus. You get ESPN Plus or whatever, you'll be able to watch those games there. And I think those are the only games that are on those channels, I believe. Um, that's all I see. It looks like the last one is the Bellarmine game. Yeah, the the Texas game in New York will be on ESPN. The second game, uh, third place or championship, will be on ESPNU. And then New Mexico State and Bellarmine are both a- ACC Network Extra as well. Virginia Tech, our first conference game we found out yesterday is going to be December 3rd, very early. Sunday afternoon in Blacksburg, that's an ACC Network game. Then DePaul, back in the non-conference with Arkansas State, Pepperdine, Kentucky. We will start conference play. We, we our conference schedule, you know, I mean, you never know how teams are going to play out, but it certainly seems like it's very front-loaded. You've sure, got, right now we'll be getting off the show early on Thursday, December 21st. Yeah. Kentucky? No, it'll be Drake. I know. I'd prefer just to not do the show that day, but. <laughs> you might prefer not doing the show afterwards, either. So. Yeah, oh, that's probably a Friday. It's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas holiday. We're taking the 22nd through the 26th. I'm about to spike your gator and get you sick with something. Not hard to do. <laughs> Not to do at all. It's like 25% that I'm sick anyway. <laughs> just go say hi to those kids at the daycare for me, Mike. Just like, go, go wait. <laughs> so we will play. We start conference play. I mean, they did us the, the, the solid of not having us have Virginia on senior day, which has been what we've always done. We, we're either their senior day or they're our senior day. Not this year, but we do open uh, conference play because we have Virginia Tech technically on December 3rd. But when we counter flips to January, uh, on my wife's birthday, January 3rd, we will play at Virginia in Charlottesville. That's an ESPN2 slash U game. And then we get Pitt on January 6th. Jeff Greer already texted me. He's like, he's like I've, I've got three months to come up with a good January 6th joke for when Pitt beats Louisville. Thanks, buddy. Oh, yeah, that's the, 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 yeah, the, the what's the, the insurrection. Yeah. Uh, we, after Pitt, at, at Miami versus NC State, at North Carolina, at Wake Forest versus Duke versus Virginia, at Clemson, who's supposed to be good, versus Florida State, who we can't beat anyway. That's a tough stretch there from the middle part of January through the early part of, of February. Hey, what a shock. We play Boston College on a weekday at 9 p.m. It's got to be a Tuesday, right? It is. It's always either Tuesday or Wednesday. It's only, no, it's Wednesdays. We always play Wednesdays. Tu- the Boston College thing is unique because it's always Tuesday. That's the whole thing. And it's always at 9 p.m. It's yeah. always the late game. And, yes, what do we play in the, at Boston College? 9 p.m. On Tuesday. We, the, the, we looked that up last year. We're like, do we, like, is it just us, or do we always play them on a Tuesday at 9? And then we looked it up. All of our games against Boston College on the road are Tuesdays at 9 o'clock. I mean, do they do that because they know, like, they're not going to bring you by there and, like, at least have we a built-in excuse that it's a 9 o'clock Tuesday game? I mean. I think that it, there's, there's probably something to that. It's, there's, that can't be a coincidence. No, it's, it's, it's definitely not. We will, I mean, for all the. We do finish with them, though, for home. Uh, yeah, our senior day is going to be Boston College, Saturday, 530. It's a far cry from our senior day always being on CBS. Now we're on the CW, CW. at 530 <laughs> on the Saturday before I, ACC I, Tournament Tuesday. I'm sorry. I just know I know they got the ACC deal, but it's just the, it's the CW, man. That's like the channel that would put, like, the, the rip-off shows of, like, Married with Children on it. Man. I don't have a problem with – And it's the LWB, I, I right? I don't have a problem with the, con- with, with the contract the CW has because they chose us over the Pac-12. I have a problem with the fact that we're playing the CW game on the biggest weekend of the regular season. It just goes to show how little people think of against Boston College. Uh, we will play four of our last five games are going to be at home, which is nice. 
Uh, Notre Dame. Then we're at Duke. First, the last week of the season, we play three home games. Uh, Syracuse on Saturday, Tuesday against Virginia Tech, and then Saturday against Boston College. Those are all home games. I mean, I guess when it says ESPN slash two slash U, it means it's going to be on one of those three. They can choose. Yeah, they, okay. they have the flex there. Well, so. I don't think that we really need this. It's not going to be really hard work. I think we need to bring the schedules in from beyond. Yeah, the end of our – the last part of our conference schedule is certainly easier than the beginning. I mean, the, the last, let's see, eight games, Georgia Tech, B.C., Pitt, Notre Dame, Duke, Hughes, BT, and then Boston College again. So, you know, we may not have a great record, but maybe we can have some confidence going <laughs> going into the ACC tournament. It's going to come down the stretch to see if they can get that 14th win. Why do you say it like that? Why did you say 14? That's an arbitrary number. That's what I got in the ACP. Oh, that's right. I, I forgot that we're, we're, we're you, focused you on You forgot your, your prop bets over here. No, I, I, I need the, the DraftKings deal. I need the hookup. But there it is. That's your schedule. Statistically, I guess know, the only other – I don't know if you – maybe you did mention this one, but I'm going to the other. But other than the Pog, it's Wake Forest. is the only one at PGA as well. Uh, that's what ESPN – oh, you mean the time? The time, yeah. Yeah, I'll be, I mean, that's a, it, that's a Saturday game, so I guess it could be whenever. Um, but, yeah, ESPN 2 or U. I, I, I can't imagine it's going to be – Well, anytime, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say by the anticipation. If it says ESPN slash 2 slash U, it's going to be on the U. And it's not going to be ESPN at 9 o'clock no. on that Saturday. <laughs> We're not going to be the spotlight game. At Wake, at Wake Forest. Yeah. Unless this is 1997, that dream has faded away. <laughs> More like four years ago for us. But, hey. Um, even then, yeah, I guess. Uh, this is, according to Bartorbeck and some of the other analytical models, It's this is one of the easier schedules we've played since making the jump to the, the Big East. Um, doesn't make me feel any better. Yeah, the, the non-conference schedule is the easiest that we've had. Again, ba- based on preseason prognostications, this could all change once these teams actually start playing games. But it is the easiest that we've had in 22 years. So, good. I mean, we should be able to stack some wins, uh, you, you would think. But also, if you don't stack wins, it's like, well, we're, we're playing the easiest possible schedule, and we're still 3-4 and four here. That's not great news. Uh, but we'll find out pretty quickly. I mean, we should be able to take care of UMBC, Chattanooga, and Coppin State, should being the operative word. <laughs> and then if, if we don't, I think we'll have a pretty good idea of what's going to come in New York when we play Texas and then UConn or Indiana. But, you know, if we're 3-0, and at least you get to hope. At least you get to go up there and be like, you know, maybe we can play with these guys. Maybe we can be competitive. Maybe this can be much better than we than everybody was giving us credit for. And if you go up there and you get blown out, then you have your, your Maui answer from last year. You find out exactly where you are. <laughs> Um, but it's, you know, I, I think we'll know. I, I, th- I think, like I said yesterday, Louisville fans know ball. They they know good basketball when they see it. They know bad basketball when they see it. And if if we look kind of the way we did last year through the first five or six games, it's we can start looking at contracts and buyouts for, for other coaches. And if, if not, then we can enjoy the season. Hopefully that's exactly what happens. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still holding out hope that this is going to work. Hope is a good thing. Maybe Sometimes the, best, the only thing. Maybe the best thing. And again, hope is what led Brooks to his. Oh, no, come on! That's not. That's not. That's, that's not. Lord, I look at. I look at our schedule, and I'm like, can we even get a win in the red-white scrimmage? <laughs> Great joke. A 75-year-old made that same joke on one of the message boards. Great work. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're I'm looking, not 75. This, that picture just doesn't give me very good. Uh, <laughs> if you are looking for a piece of positive news related to men's basketball, I saw Jamie Shaw of On Three. Uh, he had his 10 sleeper first-round NBA draft picks, all guys that have returned to college for at least one more year. And he's got Trey White on there. 
uh, Trey White, who no, was uh, from USC. He did generate some sort of outside, a little bit of outside first-round NBA draft pick buzz last season with just his, his natural ability and his upside. And here's what Jamie Shaw wrote about Trey White. He said, Trey White showed last season at Southern California that he could play at this level. Taking on more of a complimentary role as a freshman in the Pac-12, he made it hard for the staff to take him off the floor with the amount of ways that he could help the team. White has good position size and rebounds in his area well. He's also a solid off-ball defender using his length and understanding angles. Offensively, he's going to have to shoot it better, but he proved capable of creating space and getting downhill with his handle. While he played in more of a secondary role last season, he'll be a primary option for Louisville, which could bode well for his overall statistical output. That's good. I like that. Positive. I think we know what we're getting with Trey White as far as everything that I've heard is he's our best finisher at the rim. Like, he's going to be our best get him downhill, get him going towards the basket. He can make plays that way. I think he's got a good mid-range jump shot. I don't think he has a good outside shot. We'll see if that's improved a lot at all. Uh, He shot the ball really poorly from the outside. But the issue is he's going to have to be surrounded with guys that do shoot the ball well from the outside. Because if not, teams are just going to pack it in uh, against us, dare us to beat them from the outside, and that's going to create too much clutter for a guy like Trey White to get to the rim effectively and do what he does best. So we need Sky Clark, Curtis Williams, whoever is out there, uh, Teron Davis, to to be – a legitimate outside threat. I don't know if you've if you've heard, heard this, Trev, but if you want to be successful in college basketball, you got to make shots. We need some shot makers. It, it, it is somewhat of a necessity if you want to win, unless you hold the other team to zero shots made. Yeah, but you, even then, you got to make at least one shot. Yeah, you too. Still got to make one. Got to make shots. Usually plural. <laughs> so that's good basketball. You see, we're being positive. <laughs> I guess, yeah. My, most of my mic was muted during <laughs> Yeah, I was going to that's about as positive. conspicuously my, quiet my, on the other my, side my of the wall. Positivity is muting the mic and <laughs> pretty much it. letting me read from Jamie Shaw's writer. That's fine. Hey, Jamie Shaw knows what he's talking about. Brooks Holton looked at uh, five games. Brooks Holton of the Courier Journal looked at five games on the newly released schedule that will. Uh, he didn't use the term "make or break," but that will kind of like let us know whether or not Kenny Payne's year two is going to translate into a year three. The first game that he put out, I think this is fair, is the very first game against UMBC. 7 p.m., November 6th, KFC Young Center. And Holton said this is the only must-win game on the list. That's because Louisville let a one-point season-opening loss to Bellman on November 9th spiral into an 0-9 start to the Payne era. His rebuilding efforts can't afford history repeating itself. I totally agree with this. Like, you look at this, we want to win all these games. Coppin State, you should not lose to. Chattanooga, you should not lose to. UMBC, though, you really can't lose to. Like, I don't care what happens in the exhibition games. If you go out there on night one and you lose to UMBC, the narrative, not just here locally, but across the entire country, across the basketball world, is it's like this is done. Like, like who's going to be at Louisville next season? Why are they even playing out the rest of the season? Correct? I mean, it's going to be bleeping GD. I hate when I'm right about stuff. Yeah. It, that's it, where it, I'm going to be. It's going to be the next winner of I, I, you know, we wanted to be wrong, but. How about that football team? <laughs> yeah, at least we'll, we'll still have football can, going can, can we just let Kenny go and Walls do double duty here for the season? Has that ever been done? It's a high-stakes game. It's not quite like, you know, last year Bellman against Bellman, people were calling it a lose-lose situation because, you know, if you win, it's Bellman. They've been in D1 for three years. It's the You've beaten them like 17 straight times or whatever it was, including exhibitions. And if you lose, people are melting down. This kind of feels like the same type of game. 
and it feels weird to say that coming off of a four-win season where every win should mean a great deal this year and be a sign of improvement. But, man, if you win that game, I don't – like, people shouldn't be jumping for joy. It's a – you know, we hadn't lost a November home game since 19-whatever, 73, before last year, and then we lost three in a row. So winning non-conference games at home against inferior opponents is is not something that should be celebrated. But when you're coming off of a four-win season – it changes things a little bit, but it still does feel like more of a lose-lose than a true, like, win-lose situation. Someone's saying this thing. We lost more November home games last year than we did in 50 years prior. I mean, yeah, we, we lost three times as many games. That's, <laughs> That's not even good math. We uh, we'd lost none. Zero times three is zero. I got a 13 in math. Give me the house move, okay? <laughs> yeah, you know. You take you, you take over that thing. Yeah, I took the guess. <laughs> Uh, the second game that he's, he, he lists is the five make or break game. So it's the game against UConn or Indiana on November 20th at Madison Square Garden. I guess it's assuming that we are, like, undefeated going into that, and that's why it's the – Well, no, he's saying the second game after we play Texas. And here I'll let him speak for himself. Okay. Why is Louisville's second game of the Empire Classic more that's important than Mike. its first, a 3 p.m. tip-off against Texas? Well, if the Cards find a way to upset the Longhorns, who are coming off an Elite Eight run last season, they will play for an in-season tournament title at 7 p.m against either the defending national champions or a cross-state rival, Indiana. If U of L loses its opener at Madison Square Garden, we'll see how Payne and company can bounce back on less than 24 hours rest with the third-place game tipping off at 4.30 p.m. Last season, Texas Tech, 70-38, and Cincinnati, 81-62, combined to outscore Louisville 151-100 to on back-to-back days during the Maui Invitational. In both games, the Cards only had six players log 20 or more minutes of run. Speaking with the reporters at the end of some workouts in July, Payne lamented yet again the lack of depth on the roster that he, quote, inherited in year one, but said that shouldn't be as big of an issue this go-around if more players prove capable of creating havoc on defense. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a test of depth. If we have more guys that can play meaningful minutes, which we should because this is a roster that he put together, then that second game we should be more well-conditioned to compete than we were for those second and third games in Maui last year. Uh, the third game he has on the list is the Kentucky game, which I kind of I don't think is going to happen. If we beat Kentucky, yeah, it's the greatest thing ever. If we lose to Kentucky, you were supposed to lose to Kentucky. Agreed. He's got versus Duke. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say on that one. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not banking on beating Kentucky. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. exactly. That's not a bet I'm putting in on, on tomorrow morning. I it'd be hilarious. Don't get me wrong. Uh, not quite as funny as last year would have been. But. I mean, it'd be right there with, I guess, what, 97, the 98 game when we were what, like, losing, like, what, we were like three and seven or something. We beat them or something like that. I don't think we – I mean, that team still ended up winning 12 games. So that, that True, was, but we had losing right Alvin Sims dunking all over him and Rupp Remus. Cameron Murray played the game of his life. Yeah. It was incredible. Um, yeah, that, that, that was – yeah, it would be kind of like that. Uh, he's got versus Duke on January 23rd, and then he's got versus Pitt on February 17th on the road. And he says, Louisville did not win a road game of any sort last season. Jesus Christ. So any of the Cards' <laughs> matchups away from home uh, in ACC play are worthy contenders to be mentioned here. But you can make the case that last season's 34-point beatdown at Pitt broke the program record for most losses in a single campaign, was the def- definitive rock-bottom moment in a season full of them. I'd forgotten that we lost that by 34. Not, a lot of memories from last year I've blacked out of my Not mind. great Pitt team that barely made the first four and beat us by 34. At least they made the first four. I'm saying, but still, like, can you imagine, like, like one of the, wor- the last teams in the NCAA tournament beating us in any capacity would have been cause for shame in years past. They beat us by 34, and we're like, yeah, that was bad. <laughs> but there were a lot of those. 
it's just a it's a, it's a wild time, Trev. I'm still if you can't tell, I'm still having a hard time wrapping my mind around what we're what like we're you could have given me a trivia question like who beat Louisville by 34 last year? I've been like um like I shouldn't have I, that game should be like oh yeah that was the north like, that should stick out. It's, I shouldn't be going. Hmm, I do beat, think we had a few. Who did beat us by 30? Which one? Like, I shouldn't have to contemplate which team it was. Yeah, there, there were many. I mean, I don't know what you want me to say. There were some bad times. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we've not gotten to you guys on the Thornton sex line. We're going to make that. We're, we're going to remedy that. I also have a U of L women's basketball tidbit to get to. All that coming your way. Keep it locked right here. 502 414 is the text line, by the way. Get your thoughts in there. And keep it locked right here on 1450 The Big Edge. songs from your playlist like your basic random songs are just like what we hear every single day that you put on, <laughs> you put on the show it's like, i feel like i've heard some version of this song have i played this stuff here before i can't remember you may not have but i've heard some song that sounds just like that at least every other day for the last two years like this is just right up your alley i love the randomness i know um what what uh movie star was in this video i don't even know what that is rush rush by paul abdul come on man where were, you in, where were you in the 90s, man? You weren't cool, were you? I was young. I was not listening to Paul Abdul. What were you doing in the 90s? I don't know. Smoking. Getting laid. <laughs> I was listening to Paul Abdul. Rush, rush. Uh, rush, rush. Uh, you want to take, just take a wild guess. What what early 90s star was in this movie or was in this video? Um, he, wasn't actually, he, was te- he wasn't a star yet, but he, uh, he had already done some, some decent movies. I have no idea. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Very close, Keanu Reeves. Okay, this was a uh, like a um, uh, what's the uh, what's the what's the the movie where the rebel without a cause? It's kind of like that. Kind of the video does kind of that. He's he's the rebel. Thank you for the rush. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> rush, rush, come love a run to me. Okay, well, I saw Paul doing concert with Color Me Bad. You've told me that before. Yeah. You think most people wouldn't admit that on air, but I, I'm proud of it. Multiple times. <laughs> now you were you were going to let BSIM in when I read TJ's text. He, he said, "Oh, I didn't know." Yeah. Yeah. TJ said, "Per scoots, Trevor broke those headphones nearly instantly after opening them." So you are being blamed for the broken set of headphones. I haven't opened anything. Yeah, you're you're being blamed for the broken headphones in here. No, 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 no. That's that is incorrect. I remember I, I, just a second ago when I took that picture of y'all. That's the only time I've ever even been in that room over there. Well, TJ said th- these are actually old headsets. They- they've been here for a long time, and apparently at some point in time, like a year ago or a year and a half ago, you opened them and broke them yeah, that's, instantly. Yeah, that's false information. So you're calling Scoots a liar. Scoots is, I don't know if he's a liar, but he's been misinformed. Okay. That is incorrect. And if, if anything, maybe Scoots broke them. Maybe, Sco- maybe Scoots just doesn't want to step up to it. Smellers the fellers. Yeah. Exactly. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton text line. We haven't done a text line, have we? All no, we, we, besides TJ texting in about the the colored mics, which, line. which he lied about, too. He's like, they, they are color-coded mics. They're not. <laughs> they're, they're well, not. I think the color's on the wire. When well, I went, yeah, one of them is black, and then the other two are red. Well, no, one has a blue on the wire. I saw it in the, when I did the walk-in. That's on the headphones, though. 
Oh, is it okay? That's not attached to a mic. It's just the, that's, that's oh. the headphone wire. I didn't know, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, I guess. I, I mean, I guess if you want to call that one, if the headphones the blue mic, then we can do that. But yeah, Chris seems as uh, trendy. What does he say? <laughs> oh, he's complaining about the 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 push play that you just do that everyone's complaining about now. Yeah, I'm seeing more and more of that because I don't. I mean, everyone should do it. Someone should make that their entire offense. I'm well. For one, it's like I doubt it's going to be allowed next year. They're they're going to probably outrule it in some way. And part of me kind of wants them because that just it feels like there's an injury waiting to happen when they do that. It scares me a little bit. It can't be stopped. There's no question about that. It isn't. Have we not had Hoosier report on the? I'm looking at the text line. People are complaining about that Matt Dennison hasn't been on this week. Uh, Has he not well, been in the studio. He, I thought he was coming into the studio, but maybe I'm been misinformed. Who knows? I don't know. All sorts of shake up here. We're working out all the kinks. I'm sure, Scoots will find a way to blame me on that one too. Scoots kidnapped Matt Denson. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty Thornton's text line. Texter says, um, "Podcast complaint." <laughs> Texter says, "Why do you think Kyle Tucker and Matt Jones haven't floated Vince Merrill for the Michigan State job yet? I guess the UK athletic department is tapped out for cash, and they don't have the money to give uh, him his tenth contract extension. So Michigan State did officially fire Mel Tucker today. I you- thought that was officially like a week or two ago." No, it's it's done. Like they today was the the official firing. I guess the, it's officially official. You're out of here. Uh, he's done. He's gone. You know who I have heard is the all these you know these um, top candidates lists that come out immediately after somebody gets fired. The guy on the head of like most of these lists is Mike Elko from Duke. Jay Z fanatic. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. I could see that. I mean. Michigan State. I'm, I'm curious which way they go. I mean, they just did just drop like 200 million on Mel Tucker, though. Well, not anymore because they fired him for cause. Oh, that's right. They got, got that money back. They got yeah. money to spend. See what you get. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Elko. I don't think has any direct ties to Michigan State. I don't think he coached there. I, I know he coached at Notre Dame for a year and Wake Forest at some point. I don't. I think forget his resume because I don't even. I mean, I forget he was even at Duke until he found out he's a Jay Z fan. He was at A and M before he got to Duke. Okay. He's a defensive guy. He's defensive coordinator at a number of schools. But I don't think he ever was at Michigan State. Could be wrong, but don't think that ever happened. Uh, Texture says, uh, Trevor Drone update. We've not. I mean, did yeah, you right. ever get the. What, what? He's never been to Michigan State. You're right. Okay. Uh, we need a drone update. Us. The battery's still charging? I feel like there's no update. Yeah, we would have. If there was a Trevor, a Trevor drone update to give, Trevor would have given the drone update. I'm, I'm gonna tear it out. There is some dust on 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 the case that it's sitting in. You gotta fix the call, man. You, you, we need some drone shots of the new Big X. I mean, it's the problem. That's, that's the, the problem I, uh, I I have sometimes that I have been known to like like oh I want to do this and then uh, really you. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. I, I, and I, kind of lose, I get distracted, you know, like some keys jingle or something. Well, like let me ask me. what the holdup is. I mean, because you, you put it together, right? Well, I got to still. I, I have to know. <laughs> well, I, I take mean, it back. Sort of. I mean, there wasn't really much to put together. Absolutely no. <laughs> I put the batteries in the remote. So you have not put it together. I don't think you've looked at the box yet. Have you taken no, it no, out, out of the box? No, it's out of the box. It's out of the case. In fact, I mean, like I told you, I, that day I had it ready to go. But I just didn't. I didn't. The actual drone, the battery that you you plug into the drone, it, it hadn't charged enough. So what's the holdup? Um, so I so I went back in the house that day, and I put it on. I put the, the drone battery on the charger, and so it could get a full battery. And then, that's it. <laughs> I need some Trevor drone footage. The problem is, is that since then I've re- unplugged the uh, 
the drone battery that was charging and to plug in my phone wire, so I may have to recharge the battery again. Yeah, that's nice. I'll, I'll, isn't drone first? I just got slightly distracted by Mike Elko's um, Wikipedia page. Why? Apparently, he played quarterback in the Greater Middlesex Conference. Is that a typo? I've heard of the Greater Middlesex Conference. Okay. I just want to make sure. Huh? I was just curious if I was a type. Somebody on Wikipedia is like, let's see if no one's, no one's ever going to check Mike Elko's page. Let's do it here. Uh, Texas, private high schools. Yeah, Middlesex, yeah. New Jersey. Okay. Texas says, how sad were you the day that Barry Sanders announced his retirement? I wasn't that sad. I was happy for him. I was like, uh, like honestly, I was like, good for him. Well, he technically didn't announce it. He had to stand by, he, by his daddy later. Yeah, he kind of, I mean, it was just kind of. It was a weak move when he did that. I, I, I lost a little bit for Barry. I, I was, I'm, I'm, I know you're, you got to be a Barry guy. Barry guy. I took, I, I liked Barry. I even though I took a lot of grief because my favorite joke about Barry was he never saw a sideline he didn't love. Uh, but when he, when, he, when he retired that way, I, I lost it. I, it took me down a few notches with my love for Barry. It didn't affect me. It, it bugged me. I thought it was really weak. That was good. I mean, he was the Lions. One, he also didn't training camp too. He did like I mean, like kind of really left him on. He did kind of a it was a deep bag move like how uh, like Andrew Luck kind of did. What? Yeah, he did right before the training camp. If you don't want to play, you don't want to play. Yeah, but I mean, don't do that. That's that's something that, like one of the best parts like in the Kelsey documentary I'm watching where. He's trying to decide. He's like, I need to decide. I want to decide before, you know, free agency because if I say yes and this team goes forward and I change my mind, that's just not a cool thing to do. And he, he knows that. Barry just didn't have the backbone to know it. Yeah, well, probably. I mean, it was middle summer. I mean, he was, it wasn't like he did, like, right before the first game of the season. Probably. Might as well. Yeah. It was, I mean, he, he, got, he got screwed. He didn't like Bobby No, Ross. no. Barry screwed Barry. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. It was it, Bobby Ross sucked. The Lions weren't going anywhere. Same with Calvin Johnson. Like, I, I honestly had no issue with it. The, the franchise was so dysfunctional. I blamed them more than I blamed the players. I was bummed to see him retire, but I was like, you know what? Good for him. He's healthy. He's good. Took guts. Do it. Texture says, uh, won't be able to listen live today. Won't even be able to listen to the pod tonight. <laughs> but damn it, Trevor, if I can't start my Thursday morning with the Weird Wednesday pod, then you're going to have to eat another salad. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now, I do, I mean, but we'll figure some out. I guess the Glenn's here. I'm going to get some, pick his brain a little bit, hopefully, you know, when we get when I get a chance. He, he walked in a second ago, but he's doing some other stuff, too. So we're going we're gonna to get something worked out here. We're gonna Half of these texts are just about the podcast. I <laughs> yeah, because it's what's about the pod. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Texas, don't forget about the, I don't know what this was in reference to, but it's from over an hour ago, but it says, don't forget about the great bit with Sam Kinison as the crazy teacher, Viet- oh, Vietnam awesome. veteran, very underrated movie that also has a young Robert Downey Jr. He's talking about back to school. Oh, okay. But Sam Hold Kinison. on, baby, I'm taking <laughs> you back to school. Kit Kinison plays the uh, history teacher, and he's like, why do we pull out Vietnam? And the girl gives, like, this, like, you know, textbook answer about, you know, Saigon, and then. He's like, yeah, that's one answer. One. He's like, he's like your pure like anti-Twitter like kind of guy nowadays. It's he just goes off and he's like, tell me why, tell me why. And, and uh, Rod James just goes like, because uh, we didn't listen to McCarthy because we're two wimps. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, boy, he's passionate about what I just don't know. <laughs> uh, we've had some bad angry guy texts over the years. This may be the worst one he's ever got done. Oh, that's a, that's saying a lot, but okay. I mean, yeah, he, he's the lowest of the lowest hanging fruit. Like the, the guy just the, there's not a creative bone in his body. 
but he we were talking about things to wave around the game. Like, you know, it could be a towel game, it could be a pom pom game. Yeah. Stripper poles would be good for Louisville fans to wave around. Well, if you're gonna go stripper jokes, you gotta do like one dollar bills, right? Yeah, I mean like who can't we wave a stripper pole around? That's not waving. That's that's like assault. It's a huge hazard. Those I things mean, are huge. You imagine like swinging that around and just drilling the person next to you every time. Has angry guy ever seen a naked woman? I'm not sure he has. Has he ever seen a stripper pole? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Texas says I rewatched the Boston College game and can we talk about how beautiful this offense is on the Heisman Bird field? I cannot wait for Notre Dame. Best global atmosphere in decades. Oh, it's gonna be great. It is the, awesome. The field does look beautiful. Like it's I love what they've done with the end zones. I love the Freedom Hall look. I, I love the Heisman Bird at midfield. Yep. I love that we have new turf that looks fresh and bright. And it's, it's just, it's all happening, Trev. I'm, I, there's nothing, even with the basketball talk, there's nothing you can do that can wipe this football-related smile off my face, at least besides, you know, losing on Friday. But that's not going to happen. No, it's not. I don't even think the basketball team can bring me down sometimes. Right now, as high as I am on the football team, I don't think the basketball team can bring me down. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. We're gonna, they're going to test. We're, that test is going to be happening here soon. Yeah, we were reading Brooks Holton's you know, games that are going to make a break of the season. If we did lose to UMBC in, in game one, it's not going to like people aren't going to not care. But it will help to have a football team that hopefully is still, you know. When is that date? Of that? When is November it? 6th. So we'll still have, what, four games left to play. Yeah. Like, there should be a lot to play for, if, you know. Outside shot at the ACC championship game. You know, we'll have the Virginia. That's the glow game week. I mean, I'll, I'll move. If we lose to UMBC, first of all, having Virginia right after that would be ironic. But yeah. I'll move. Yeah, that would be funny, though. I guess. Yeah. I'll move right on to glow game. I'm excited about the glow game. We'll oh, get yeah. Virginia, and then we have. Actually, we'll, so we'll have three games after our. We play Virginia Tech on November 4th. Then that Tuesday, or that Monday, is the basketball season opener. We play Virginia on a Thursday night. And then we'll have Miami and Kentucky. So, I mean, football still. You're going to have a ton to play I mean, for. If football finishes that 3-0 oh, and oh in that last three games, I mean, that's going to over – that's going to make us feel a lot better than the, the basketball team being, like, 1-4 and four at that point, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, if we beat Kentucky for the first time since 2017, like, people will – the basketball stuff is still – it's always going to hurt if the basketball team's not good. But it will definitely cushion that blow significantly. Plus, you know, volleyball will be chasing a national title. So that's true, There'll yeah. be other stuff to pay attention to. But Women's team will be playing well. Women's team will be good. But, yeah, I mean, it, look <laughs> – Eventually, we're going to have to stop talking like this, and the men's team is going to have to start winning some damn games because well, I mean, it's it's still Louisville basketball, for God's sake. Texter says, um, can we have Trevor watch the Republican debate tonight and have them have him grade each performance on the show tomorrow? Is that tonight? Yeah, it's tonight, but Trump's not doing that. Well, I don't care. I mean, if it's good, usually Trump's never been very good in debates. Um, His base makes a difference. Wow. I mean, he got destroyed by Hillary, and he still won, sort of. Um. Uh. Who's who's so he's debating tonight? Everybody besides Trump. Same people that we talked about last night. All the people that are like sixty-five points behind him in the latest poll. So what's the point of having it? Great question. Is that going to be question number one? Why are we here? Why, why are you guys? Why here? are we bothering with this? Um, I mean, do, do, give me give me a name. Who's there? I, I, I didn't see if I remember. Is, is it one of the guy from like New Jersey or no? Uh, Santos is one of them, right? <laughs> No, uh, but you're, you're close. Santa, the guy can from, you name one person in the Republican that debate tonight? You, you you can get here. I I, I have faith in you. <laughs> Santos is incorrect. Santos is technically incorrect. I know who you're thinking of. You're the guy from Florida, right? Yes, Ron DeSantis. Oh, Santos. Okay, my bad. Um, the sanctimonious. What Trump calls him. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, there's one from Texas, right? Uh, no, Abbott's not running. I was going to guess Bush anyway. 
Um, well, you did. You said New Jersey, so technically you did have. Yeah, the fat guy, right? That's correct. Yeah, uh, what's his name? Oh, he's he's yeah, he's he's got like he's on like the Oprah diet. He's got skinny and fat, and skinny and fat. Um, he's never been skinny. Okay, well, he's just fat. Um, repetitive name. Oh, what is you can do this? I know, I know, I can, I can picture this dude. If I said his first name was Chris, what would you say? Oh, 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 uh, I can't remember. Chris Christie. Ah, yeah, just a Doug. (laughs) Who was the vice president when Trump was president? Oh, right now it's the repetitive. No, right now it's Kamala. Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. Yes. Who who was vice president under Trump? Yeah, she's horrible. Um, uh, the 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 putts from Indiana. Um, Pence. First name? Mike. Mike Pence? There you go. You got one. Yeah. Mike Pence will be there. Tim Scott will be there. You know I can name them when they're, when they're, when they're in office. I, I can get those. The star of the last bait. Like, I don't, I don't care who's like. Now, what time is this debate? I'm assuming 7 or 8. Because you know, I got wrestling at 8 o'clock. You don't need to watch it. Okay. I mean, all the highlights will be on Twitter, at least. Like, Vivek Ramaswamy is going to say. He's going to Taylor Swift he's there. Gonna do the, yeah, he's going to do the Trump thing again where he tries to get the talking points out there that the jibs that get shared on Twitter a lot. He'll do that thing. Uh, Pence is going to stand up there and look awkward. DeSantis is going to try to look like a human being and fail. Uh, Nikki Haley will be there as well. Who? Ooh, ooh, Nikki Haley? Nikki Haley. Where's she from? Uh, South Carolina. I should probably get. Well, I mean, I thought what happened. I thought what happened to that puppet dude that was in South Carolina? The one that the one that couldn't think for himself. The the real the real stupid one. Um, oh man, what was his name? It sucked up the Trump and everything. Thomas Ravenel? No, no, no. He was the two the two worst ones. Oh, Lindsey Graham. Yeah, that dude. He's still yeah. around. He's not running for president okay. though. Yeah, he's, he's not going to challenge Trump. Anyway, this is this is should run for any office. Person. That has been your Republican debate preview, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> I think I mean so. It's South Carolina, New Jersey, Florida, and Texas. Is that who's involved? Did I miss another state there? Well, yeah, you missed. And the states are—you're overemphasizing the states. I, I know. I—I'm—I I'm, focus on the states. So New Jersey, New Jersey is Chris Christie. DeSantis is from Florida. Okay, yeah. And then we got Texas, who's not not Bush. Tim Scott is also from South Carolina, along with Nikki Haley. Two South Carolinas. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is from Ohio, I believe. Say what? He's the guy who stood out last time. Who you still were shocked by his name? I'm still surprised by his name. Uh, Mike Pence is from Indiana. Also, Pence is talking about running. No, he is running. Oh, well, that's why I said you got one of the candidates right when you when you, I walked you into his name. Oh, <laughs> didn't catch that part. <laughs> Am I right about Ramaswamy? I think he's from Ohio. I don't even know if you're right on his name. No, but yeah, he's from Cincinnati. That's what I think. That was isn't that the name of the machine that made uh, Tom Hanks big. <laughs> Texter says. Uh, I literally sent the You Don't Want These Cards video for the first time in my life before the show today. The vibes are correct. There we go. I love when stuff like this happens. We had B-Sim in studio, even though you probably didn't get to hear much of it. Uh, and you, know, you had sent that video, which is a little bit old now, for the first time in your life. I feel good. We're good to go. Texture says, uh, I can't read that, Indiana Larry. Come on. Uh, talk about guys that play with the same team forever. Dirk with the Mavs. Yeah, Dirk's the Mavs. I like that. That, that's a favorite of mine, too. I should, I, I'm sad I missed that one. That wasn't bad from Indiana Larry. It wasn't bad. Yeah, you can't say that though, right? No, no, no. You can't say the, the second to last word now. Which is just like a six-word text. So yeah. That's <laughs> the whole purpose if I can't say two of the words. He's just not a boxer brief fan, I think. No. Texas, for the Notre Dame game, give Mike and TK a Peyton and Eli-style show on ESPN2. Have the Thornton's text live, live and flowing like Cardinal, Cardinal beer. Come on, ESPN. Give the people what they want. 
I don't. I don't want to do that because I like watching a game in my own like own world. I, I I don't like. Like I don't. Are you? You're not a go to the bar and watch a game guy either, are you? No, no, not at all. I've got to be in a, a comfortable setting with people that I'm are s- like minded. Like I think I don't think I've watched. A, I don't think I've been like, hey, I'm gonna go to the bar and watch a game guy. Not even just for Louisville, for any big game really. I, since probably maybe my early twenties. Like since yeah. maybe my mid twenties, I'm always. I want to be at home. I want to be. You know, it would be home or somebody else's house, maybe. But I want to be at a more comfortable setting. Yeah, I don't want to be. I want to be able to do what I want to do. I'd enjoy us doing a Manning cast type thing for a game that we didn't have a rooting interest in. But if it was like a Louisville game, the yeah. entire time I'm just going to be like just cussing and like like yelling and like throwing stuff. Now maybe for a basketball game, if if the season goes off the rails, that would be fun. Yeah, it would come off kind of like listening to the Bengals games on the radio when they were bad, and the broadcaster just making fun of them the whole time. We'd have to be. Oh, be yeah. Very self-deprecating. That would be fun. But I, for this game, I mean, I'm going to be – I'm already you – know, Louisville, Notre Dame football, for God's sake. I'm going to be very emotionally invested. I'm going to be a wreck at the game. I mean, it's like a tracker for me cigarettes I smoke during this thing. <laughs> Texas, as a fellow degenerate, I'm super excited Kentucky is going live. Now I can get new customers sign up there in addition to getting Tennessee, Vegas, and Indiana already. I didn't – Tennessee now at two? Come oh, on. Yeah, we ten- were behind Tennessee? Oh, good Lord. Texas says, Louisville basketball might as well go back to the tape-delayed games after the 11 o'clock news. Come on. <laughs> we haven't been on there in a long time. No. I mean, football was – that's how – I remember football time. more than basketball in the, in the 90s, the games that would come on WDRB. Well, I think it's – I always I – I barely even think of us when I think of that. I think of UK. They were the ones that were on, like, yeah. the late. Especially during the late, especially when they were on not allowed on live TV in '88 and '89. There were a couple of times when UK would lose a game early in the day to a bad team, and I'm like, "Well, I got to stay up and watch this." <laughs> like, you know, even yeah. they, they're going to show the replay on on Wave Three. Do you remember the? Uh, I think I told you the time I was watching. Do you remember the Wave Three commercial in the '90s when Tubby first got there? It was so bad. It was so '90s, but it was like Ken Tubby basketball. Wave Three's got the call. Oh yeah. And like I, it's to this day stuck in my head. Obviously, it makes I clearly like no, I do not remember that. In tubby basketball, wave three's got the call. Oh yeah! <laughs> Google that and see if you can find it. I do now. I I, I, I want to play it on the show. Like I, t- I think I told you a story one time. I was thinking about the girl and the, the UK game was being replayed on like you know pile or whatever it was, and she it was like one in the morning. She's like, "This live?" I'm like, "Yeah, they're playing in Australia." The like, sun's out. Yeah. You're right. You're perfect for me, sweetheart. <laughs> Great crowd. <laughs> UK and Akron playing in a live game at one in the morning in the daylight. Texas says, no doubt it's on your radar, but the show volume is very erratic. At times it's all but inaudible, and at times it's booming. The same is true for commercials. It's a tough listen, but I'm sure you guys will figure it out. I honestly don't know because, like, I, I, I mean, the, our, the sliders, our dials that, that control our volume, I mean, they, I don't touch them during the show. Like, we're right there, so we should not be. Going in and out. That sounds like something that needs to get fixed. That's, uh, that would be annoying to listen to. I'm sorry. Glenn, where are you? He was just in here a second ago looking at something. I like watching like the way his brain works, like looking at his face, like he's seeing, figuring stuff out. What do you think he could get on the SAT or ACT? <laughs> we asked when he could when he get on the ACT. He says, listen, 14, we're in trouble. Texas says, do you think Kenny Payne will go down as one of the worst head coaches of all time? Well, I mean, I don't know. No. If, if he repeats next year, then yeah, that's – Pretty self-explanatory. Sadly, he's already in the debate, right? Yeah. I mean, he just won four games, and he, it's, he might be the winner already. 
Texture says, did the bobbleheads teach us nothing? Scoots broke the headset. He's the mastermind behind it all. That's a fair, It's a very good point. Very good point, yep. Scoots shifting the blame. We already know Scooch doesn't tell the truth when it comes to when he's in trouble. He only tells the truth to Russian catfishers. And when he's drunk. Posing as American women. Texas, Trevor is going to door dash, and that poor person is going to try and get conned into putting a drone together and teaching Trevor how to fly. Texas is for you, Rutherford. It's a Green Bay Packers helmet. Nice. Congrats. Was is there is there something significant with that? Or well, I mean, I, I'm assuming Packers Lions rivalry type thing. But look, oh, I guess so. Yeah. Packers time's over. It's the Lions time in the north. I don't we're know the, why. I we're never, the kings of the north now. I just never thought of like I never. I forget y'all. Well, we're not because the Packers always beat us. But that was you know, we swept them last year for the first time in like ten years. We did catch them out of the playoffs. Suck it, TJ. All right, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, five o'clock hour is up next. I've got a couple other sports notes to get to. We'll take some more texts. We'll hopefully get everything working right here, and then we'll uh, look ahead to the night that will be in sports. The Mike Weatherford Show, five o'clock hour on the way next here on fourteen fifty and ninety six one. Big X. Until about 10 years ago, for any electrical work I needed at my house, I was... talked about this before, but do you like uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? You're kind of a rom-com guy. Yeah, I mean... It's, 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 I just think of this song now. And it's like, really? In like the, the crucial scene in that movie, this song is playing. I always think of the Carly Simon, You're So Vain song. Well, that too, but like this is when he like tracks down on the bridge and everything. It's, it's, it's a fine rom-com, Okay, I, was gonna say, I like the song a lot. It, does, it, does it like... Is it, did I think these man card points or something that I, that I do kind of like that movie? No, not at all. Okay, I think, I, I, it's, it, it's a guilty pleasure for a lot of. It is men. that that is what it is. If you're uh, yeah, it's it's definitely a guilty pleasure movie. I don't know how many like Matthew McConaughey movies I watch, but and plus there's an NBA Finals subplot. So there you go. And Sports, it's the Knicks, boom. I know, but yeah, Knicks. the Knicks are really gonna be in his in, in the NBA Finals. They're playing the Kings in that movie. I know. I think. Yeah. So, so generic. <laughs> somebody, when I was working at SB Nation, some one of their projects, somebody broke down like the actual series between the Kings and the Knicks from that movie. Like all, all what year did that movie come out? To like, were they those teams even any good? When that, I mean, it was like probably like early two thousands. I think Alan Houston's in the movie, so this and, is, and the Kings you know, had Bobby Jackson. The, I mean, the Kings were definitely good. So this is when like the Kings were the height of were going up against the Lakers, were their rivals early two thousands, and the Knicks had a they were in the finals in ninety nine, sort they, of, yeah. yeah. So they, they technically were relevant. Plus, you know, it's just, it's the Knicks. They're in New York, so. I guess, yeah. Whatever. It's a I'm, fine movie. I've never seen Philly to Launch, though. You haven't? No, I haven't really watched that. I that's, I that's the one with uh, Terry Bradshaw. Right, well. right. Five o'clock out here, Mike Rutherford Show, 1450, 961, The Big X. Uh, uh, yesterday, I missed this until I didn't see it until this morning. 
Yesterday was the anniversary. I guess this would be the, trying to do the math in my head, 21st anniversary, it can drink now, of the Louisville-Florida State rain game in 2002. I think maybe my favorite Louisville football game of all time, maybe. I don't think you're alone. I think it's a lot of people's favorite game. I mean, it's just it, so many great memories from that game. I mean, I was so hammered, too. Uh, got my tickets through Broderick Clark. I guess I can say it now, but I didn't get Louisville in trouble nowadays. That's, but, I mean, that's a cool thing to be able to say. Yeah, he's the – yeah. So he, yeah, he didn't he didn't use most of his tickets. Uh, yeah, I got to use them for a lot of, the season for a lot of games, including that one. And did you yeah. do anything in return? I like, <laughs> don't answer. Like discounted recovery. <laughs> <laughs> At the time, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to get us on probation, am I? I mean, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's the uh, and yeah, popular throwback jerseys were at that time. So, uh, yeah, I remember that skin that game, man. Just the, the rain, just the anticipation, the, the, the payback of them beating us the way they did two years earlier. And we're going first ever road start, 31 nothing down there. I don't think we ever got past the 50 yard line. And the last time we were shut out. Just, yeah. And I mean, just, just the, the beating Florida, just everything about that game is so great. I mean, I was, like I said, so hammered going on the field, helping, try, you know, trying to pull down the go post and, didn't the old woman yelling at me and telling me we're a cl- we're not very, we're, we're just we have no class in Louisville? And I just turn around and just start doing the whoa chop right in her face. And I think I almost gave her a heart attack. You know, just just everything. Couldn't find my car. Lost my friends. It was a beautiful night. I the other thing about that game that I don't think if, if you weren't around back then you can't really understand. How, how old were you? Is, then? It was my senior year of high school. Okay, okay. It, it's just how much emphasis was placed on that game. Virtually the entire summer. Like, this was the most hyped UofL football season in forever. I mean, I think people our age still can recite the stat verbatim about how, I mean, it was hammered into our brain. Highest preseason ranking in the history of Louisville football being number 17. Now, of course, it, it goes by the wayside very quickly when we lose to Kentucky. But, like, all that summer, and in hindsight, again, probably not a, a good idea, but it was like Florida State, Florida State, Florida State. That game, week five, September 26th, Florida State, Florida State, Florida State, Florida State. We can get them. We can get them. And then the fact that we were 2-2 two and two going into that game has sort of been lost over the years because we lost the game to U.K. and then we lost to Colorado State yeah, in, a, a in a really season, yeah, yeah. good game on the road. But it, it did nothing to diminish the excitement for that game. I mean, this is FSU when they were the program in college football. They were still like the name. They, they were the way that people refer to Alabama now is the way that we talked about Florida State back in 2002. And they were a top five Florida State team at that time. And they come to our place. It's a driving rainstorm. I, I, if you haven't yet, I retweeted a clip from it was like a This Day in College Football Twitter account. I already watched it. Yeah, and I, I watched the whole thing. Like You have Bobby Bowden's full like pre-second half interview, which I had not seen in forever, where he's talking about the elements and whoever makes the fewest mistakes. And I'd forgotten that when we tied up at 13, like they come back pretty quickly. And Chris Vicks throws a, a nice strike to put them up 2013. And that kind of was the... Well, you know, we hung with them. I don't know if we're going to be able to come back now. Like the, the, the superpower flexing its muscle against little old Louisville. And then Dave Ragone leads us right back down to the field to get the, the game-tying touchdown. Just a, I mean, a game that no Louisville fan remembers. I think we remember that game more than we remember the fact that we went, like, what, 7-6 and six that year? Yeah, the season was, I mean, in hindsight, it's the season was a disappointment. Oh, yeah, huge disappointment. That was you know, we were coming off the uh, the ten win year the year before. I was eleven and two year before, and number seventeen preseason. Yeah, and we come in. And that was you mentioned the lost UK. We're going gets just gets destroyed, and 
I mean, I'm, that was the game I headbutted. I, I actually headbutted out the window out of my, my front door because I get so angry. Glad you said I said that. Well, luckily I was wearing a hat backwards because the piece of glass was stuck in the wool. I miss it. We had to go to we had a like a, a early like fall baseball tournament that we went to, and we like I was secretly hoping that we were going to lose so we could go home early, and we ended up we made it all the way to the championship game, and so I was driving home from I think it was Fort Wayne, Indiana. It was either Fort Wayne or Knoxville, and we were listening to the game and hearing Paul Rogers describe it. The game being UK, being the, the UK game. Like okay. I, I thought that you know I was. I thought we were going to crush UK. You know, we're we were a lot more highly thought of than they were. This is our season. We've, I've been thinking about this season the entire summer, and like hearing my hopes and dreams crash. As Paul Rogers seemed to be describing Dave Ragone being slowly murdered. It, oh, it's what it was. Listening to it on the radio, I'm like, is he is is he going to make it through this game? Like this is, a, and you kept waiting for the offense to turn it up, and instead it was like Ragone drops, like, oh my god, he's he's dead. You know what's not good is I had I was I was with some UK fans watching the game, and like during the first, like as the game's going along early in it, they're like, they're, I can't remember what the little nickname for Ragone was. It was stupid, but like they were they were you know getting pumped, talking trash. Like the third quarter, they felt bad for him. He got he, they, they were like like we don't need to sack him again, guys. Like, he's had enough. Let the man have, He's a nice guy. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a bad one. That, and that season ended up with the uh, the lopsided loss to Marshall in the GMAC Bowl. Yeah. I mean, the, but like you said, the, the weird thing is, is that as a whole, that season, somewhat huge disappointment, really. Uh, fell very short of expectations. Yet, none of that matters because we beat Florida State in that game. Yeah, that game gets That's, remembered more than that season. That, that It just it takes everything in that season was – is moot. It doesn't matter. I mean, the Lewis lost to UK. You mentioned the loss to Marshall. You know, uh, I mean, who else did we lose to? I don't know. I mean, we lost to teams. Houston. We lost to TCU. Yeah, we lost, we lost six games. We lost several. But th- none of it matters because the one that we won was the one we'd had circled for. Right. Year. It was kind of like, I mean, a different way, but it's similar to the Miami series, how, you know, we lost down there. And, you know, we were waiting two years and that we didn't beat the crap out of Florida State like we did Miami. But, you know, it was in kind of similar fashion. You know, like I said, we went down there. We get smoked. You know, we think we have a better chance at maybe competing with them. And we, but we know we've got them on prime time up here. I, I mean, at the time, the, the raining was kind of – I wasn't for it. But I think now it, it made it even better. I mean, watching Henry Miller going and just running through the giant, like, small river flowing through the, you know, the stadium sewage right there. I mean, it's it's awesome. I, I mean, you can make the case that – Henry Miller. I mean, how do you not – Henry Miller. It's iconic. Yeah, I mean, when you talk about Louisville, like, I'm, I'm assuming Braun will bring us more as the years come along, hopefully. But, I mean, when you talk about Louisville play-by-play when it comes to football and calls, I mean, that's that's right there. That's right at the top. Yeah. You can make the case, though, that that game got John L. Smith the Michigan State job because, you know, he leaves after the year. This, this is the season where he – Oh, was that the one he – I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, this is the season where he leaves. We find out he's leaving in the middle of the GMAC Bowl yeah. uh, against Marshall. And – you know, th- back in the day, I don't think many people were paying attention to what Louisville was doing. And then, you know, that game, Thursday night, national spotlight, FSU's a top-five team. It really, even though we were 2-2 two and two at the time, it helped put Louisville football on the map and introduce us to a larger segment of the population. And that really kick-started the we'll play anyone, anywhere, anytime mentality that Tom Jurich had. Just put us on national TV because you know, we, we want to make an imprint. We, we want to, to have more of a national brand. And it worked, and I think that Michigan State, you know, because John L. did not, not his best coaching job there, only winning seven games with a team that was so good the year before and returned the bulk of its production. So 
if we lose that game, I'm not sure that John L. Smith isn't your coach in 2003, which means no Bobby Petrino and maybe no you know, 11-win 2004 season, no Orange Bowl in 06. Who knows how, how the, the future of UFL football plays out if we don't win that game. Here's the words. I'm looking at the schedule. We played on five different days that season. You name the two days we didn't play on. I'm going to assume. I'm counting the bowl game, by the way, just to, for, for bleeps and giggles on that. Okay. I mean, I'm going to assume. I, I think the only Wednesday game we played was against Kansas State, the regular season game. I'm, I'm no, I'm, I'm talking about the, the year, of the Florida State year, the 02 season. Right. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah. I don't think we played on Wednesday besides that year in 07. So I think I'm going to say Wednesday. No, Wednesday was the bowl game. Oh, okay, well that's that's kind of cute. That's why that's why I told you the bowl game counts. So okay, uh, then I will say Tuesday. Nope, we played on Tuesday. Good Lord, Monday. <laughs> no, Monday was one of them. Monday and uh, Sunday. Nope, we played Kentucky on Sunday. Friday. That is correct. Wow. Monday and Friday. We actually played Florida State Thursday. I don't remember this, but we played Florida State on Thursday, and our next game was October eighth. I guess that was a week. Yeah, we had a bye week. Then we played Memphis on that Tuesday. The next one. A Tuesday. I remember playing Memphis on a Tuesday. I thought it happened. I thought that was the the crazy the game in 04 with D'Angelo. Yeah, Kennedy. that's what I was thinking, too. Well, this one we went 38-32 at Memphis. So. It's pretty crazy, too. We played three Thursdays that year, uh, one Tuesday, one Sunday, and one Wednesday. That's nuts. The rest are I mean, just, I mean, and, I mean, now it's almost doesn't seem like crazy to think about playing on these it's odd days. It's still pretty crazy. It was even weirder back then. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah, we were the first ones to do it. And. ESPN was was a willing partner. They they loved having us there. We drew some big numbers. We were a fun style of play. I mean, in terms of, I mean, I know there's, I mean, I guess the Florida State game with 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 Lamar can be up there, and then you can have maybe you know the Orange Bowl game or the the. the but let's, let's let's not even count bowl games. Bowl games not included. Is the Florida State O two game your favorite Louisville football game regular season? No. What is? Uh, West Virginia blackout. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, because we you know we're you know same type of hype, but. National title, hopes on the line. There. Well, we were also we it was a different situation where we weren't. I mean, I guess well, we're, we're number five in the country. We're playing number three. I, mean, I guess crazy. we were the underdogs, kind of, but not to the same degree. Yeah, I think we ended up being favored in that game, but we were the lower ranked team. They yeah. were they were three, we were five. But like I like that game. Okay, that's a good I, one. I, I put FSU in twenty sixteen ahead of that as well, and then I have Florida State. That'd be my third favorite. I think regular season. Some reasons have a, 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 a head just because of the. No, you're not alone. It's ma- mainly because I mean, don't get me wrong. It's, I, I love the, the blackout game. You're right. Also, of, of those three, and you mentioned, and you're probably, you mean, your three are, are most people's probably top five anyway. Uh, maybe a UK game might be mixed in there somewhere as well. But uh, and let's say again, no bowl included. I mean, you know, I guess I don't know. I'm the other, the me the the, the O two four state game. Me being the only that's the only one I was at, at personally maybe helps as well. Gotcha. And it's the and it's the age thing. I mean, I was twenty two. Perfect time. Yeah. Yeah, you're in that right age, like you said. You know, you're you're junior, senior, high school up to your early twenties. It just you can really just party, embrace it. It just it, it, things just nostalgically mean more a little bit. It's strange too that I feel like because when you ask Louisville fans their biggest their favorite regular season wins, like it's rare that a Kentucky win is in the top five because. I think a lot of UK fans would tell you that Stevie Johnson, the Stevie got loose game, or the ones uh, that were at the the Lamar game in 2016, like that was a big. But like we haven't had a major upset of Kentucky. Like I, I feel like if you beat your rival, it has to either be, and it's a memorable like I'll, I'll remember this game forever. It either has to be a big time upset, or it has to be the two teams are kind of on a level playing field. Like like we're we're both really good and we want a great game, and that hasn't like you know things are changing now. 
But we've been ranked, I think, nine times when we've played them, and they've been ranked twice, and I think it's been two of the last four years. So we haven't really had a whole lot of opportunities to pull huge upsets or play them. Like, we've never had this game where both teams have been ranked at the same time. So, like, like I remember fondly the, the Kyle Bowling game in 2014, yeah. but that was, you know, we were supposed to win that game handily, and then things went to hell when Reggie Bonifon got hurt. I remember the, the two Lamar wins were great. We beat him down pretty good, because, but we were supposed to beat him down pretty good. Well, the, the, the first year, we're down big at halftime, and then Lamar comes in and totally changes the tide. But, like, you know, those games don't really compare to either beating Florida State at the height of their power or you know, winning a top-five game when you're playing for a spot in the national title game or beating a top-five Florida State team where Lamar Jackson establishes himself as the Heisman frontrunner, like, those games are just, they're, they're better. They're, they're fonder memories than beating UK. Don't get me wrong. I love beating UK as much as anybody. But we just haven't had those types of moments the way that, that they have. Maybe, I mean, maybe we have one this year. I mean, I guess maybe the Lightning Bowl went a little bit maybe. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. We, we did that was blow, a good one. We blew them out the year before, and that was just kind of a weird game because, I mean, as I mentioned, the, the, that was Renz and Emergon's first starts ever for both players. Uh, so, I mean, I mean that was, that was one, of my, that's one of my favorite ones still as well. That, but the year before one with the Ivy Green three touchdowns, and that's when I coined it. You know, this is John L. Smith Field at Commonwealth Stadium. This is our house, and we just rent it to you in the fall, which, by the way, almost Brilliant. got me beat up a bunch of times. I think I was a little drunk and talking a little too much smack. Some of my U.K. friends had to probably save me from getting my, my rear end. It happens. Anyway, happy anniversary, happy 21st anniversary to the the John L. Smith Florida State Rain game. And Henry Miller! You can drink now. It's great. Yeah, uh, shout out to Anthony Floyd making the interception to set yeah. up. I mean, we've had you know, two of the most famous overtime games, you know, the Rain-UK game being Joshua the other one. Joshua Titch with an attention. You, you had an interception and then a, a touchdown on the very first play from scrimmage uh, in overtime. It was weird how those two games always synced up. I got announcers like, all they have to do is kick a field goal. Kick a field goal. No, we don't kick field goals in John L. Smith's world. It's a super conservative play call, too. It's not like we ran a crazy trap oh, no. or anything. It's 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 Henry Miller right up the gut. And they he just gave up. Busted. Yeah, yeah, they were they were done. Uh, Louisville women's basketball. We've, we've talked about the men's basketball team, the schedule coming out yesterday, some of the storylines that have come out there. I saw the Athletic release their preseason women's basketball top 25. It's odd having to scroll down a little bit to find Louisville. We're so used to, you know, I think this is, we've been preseason top 10 the last six years and it's probably not going to happen this season. Louisville's down at number 19 in the Athletics preseason top 25. Here's what they said in their write-up. Jeff Walls is well aware of the new reality of college basketball. As he said during the NCAA tournament, there's Selection Sunday, and then there's Portal Monday. And even though the Cardinals lost one of the country's best players as a transfer, Walls reloaded in impressive fashion. Jada Curry is the new jitterbug scoring guard running the show, and her hot shooting stretch... To end the season for Cal provides excitement for playing off the ball with more help. She'll get that in the form of Sydney Taylor, who averaged at least 15.6 points in each of the last three seasons while improving her three-point percentage every year, and Kiki Jefferson, who put up at least 16.2 points per game the last three seasons. Combined with Olivia Cochran inside, scoring should not be an issue for this team. Curry and Jefferson will need a crash course in defending the Louisville way, however, because neither came from programs that emphasized that end of the floor. The Cardinals have grown accustomed to integrating hordes of transfers over the past few years, but Walls does have a veteran floor general, uh, doesn't have a floor veteran floor general or even a natural point guard this year with the departures of Haley Van Lith and Mikasa Robinson. Still, expect Louisville to once again coalesce by March, even if there are growing pains. I feel like that feels fair. That seems fair. I'm okay with it. I mean, it also helps that we got to play the five games in Canada. I think having all these new working parts together, 
playing five games against good competition, winning a gold medal, it, it, that'll only help the, the, the coalescing, to use the phrase, of, of, of the athletics. So I'm good with it. LSU, by the way, is number one. Suck it. Nothing. There's something's gonna bad going to happen to them because karma. They're not going to win at all. No. Yeah. I'm going to sell it. LSU is number one. UConn is number two. Everyone just kind of forgets. Paige, Paige Buckets is back. For I, now. UCLA, I don't know about that. UCLA is three. <laughs> South Carolina is four. UCLA is three? Really? Where did UCLA go in the tournament last year? I think the Elite Eight. Did they? Okay. I mean, I, I think I went. I wasn't asking a question. Like, no, they didn't. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that's right. I could be wrong. But Iowa surprised all the way down at six. So. Yeah, because Iowa got their girl back too, right, didn't they? Kaylin Clark. You ever heard yeah. of her? Yeah. <laughs> she good? She shoot threes? Uh, we are, if you look at just the ACC, we're third in the ACC. Virginia they got Tech. the Sweet 16, by the way. Six, okay. UCLA, they, they got beat by uh, uh, South Carolina in the Sweet 16. Oh. No, no shame in that. No, no, they were, but they were 27 and 10, so they were okay. BT is number 8, Notre Dame is number 11, North Carolina is number 13, Florida State is actually number 16, so we are 5th in the ACC, which is, we're not used to that either, but it's going to be a different type of year, but hey, it's a chance for Jeff Walls to show his coaching chops. It's an opportunity for him to get going. We know he can coach, I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about Jeff Walls. He'll get the most out of these, uh, out of these ladies, they're going to be okay, it's going to be fine, but it's just it's weird seeing... Not a top ten Louisville women's basketball team. Although it's funny the things that we like get Dude, upset we about. Need, we need a chip on our shoulder. We do, and like the men, it's like, hey, are they going to win five games? So it's a little <laughs> bit of a different conversation. <laughs> By the way, the Mets are up four nothing over the Marlins. Let's go, let's go, go. Yeah, I'm getting back. Go Mets. Go Mets. Meet, Meet the, the Mets. Mets. Step right up and greet the, the Mets. Mets. Beat the Marlins so we don't lose the tiebreaker. Beat them twice, please. Do you find the Mrs. Mets sexy? She's got something going on. She's got something going on. She's got, she's got, she's got. Why do all mascots have a female and a male version? No, they don't. Like, is there a lady blue jay? <laughs> There's that picture. Did you see that picture recently? Because the Reds got a mascot, don't they? They have Rosie Red. Oh, so it's just a woman in general. They've oh, got right. Gabber. They've got Mr. Red. They've got, the Reds have like 17 mascots. They've got a whole family. <laughs> okay. Does the play fanatic, like, what is, is the play fanatic, what, do we, I mean, I, I mean. There's no affiliate fanatic, I don't I don't, I mean, did we even know if the play fanatic's a male or a female, though? I, mean, I always assume male, but that's, I can't, maybe that's my sexism. Speaking. I mean, maybe it's both. I don't know. I, did you see that there was a tweet, like, a month ago of Mr. and Mrs. Met together? And Mrs. Met is looking. No, I, no this is what made me she's think. She's looking good. No, this picture made me think why I, why I asked you because I remember seeing, I think you were. We're all tweet. thinking it. And then this woman court <laughs> tweets it, and she's like, can I say something without anybody getting mad at me? <laughs> and that's all she said. I was like, <laughs> we all know what you're thinking. Because it took me a minute to realize what that the point of that text was like. Wh- what are we thinking? I, think, I I don't know. I guess I just didn't see her as sexy. We're thinking she's got something about her. I don't know. Maybe I just I just didn't see it in her. Well, that's that's on you. I just, <laughs> it's a you problem. I mean, may, I'm sorry. I don't I don't have a, a thing for a woman who has a head as a baseball. Well, I mean, <laughs> makers can't be choosers. You're correct. We're trying our best. Well, that's different. Yeah. I mean, I, well, I mean, I don't know. If Mrs. Met showed up and walked in my house like any other woman, would I sleep? Do we have any update on Ring Girl, by the way? Oh, the, uh, no. No, I have not. Was she still at the house when you got home yesterday? No. Or, or the, you mean the house down one over? Right. No, she wasn't. But I did notice what seemed like, look at a cop car parked into my street when I got home last, yesterday. And I wonder if that was had something That's to do with her. I don't, I, don't, I don't like that. I mean, I, I could, but I did not see her car. I thought about walking over there and asking them who she was. But there was no cars in their, dry, at their house when I got <laughs> home. It's like eggs. 
Excuse me. Excuse me, officer. I gotta ask a real quick this, question. This is the closest I've had to like intercourse in like three years. Can you tell me her name? What happened? She just stuck her head in my door. All I need to she know is she knocked on my door. This she clearly wants me. <laughs> All I need to know is is she the reason why you're here or not? Just tell me she's not, and we're good. I mean, if I if this is my reaction to a woman who accidentally walked up and knocked on my door, I mean, there's a reason why I should stay away from strip clubs. That's probably true. Hey, look, stalking everyone. Patty Ice is here. Does he have the wrong studio? Yeah. What, what, what are you What are you doing here? How'd you get in He's here? In the wrong place. He's got bobbleheads for us, Jonathan uh, India and Nick Lodolo. Bobbleheads from the new studio. We got the the B Sim poster. You know he took those from the uh, Six Eighty probably. Was he, did he get gifts from Six Eighty? No, he gifts. He just took them probably. We'd let him talk, but the mics never don't work. If, if I knew they worked, I wouldn't tell him anyway. You know. Six Eighty Ryan's in the he's house. Not, he's not getting. How dare mic. he just come into the studio? He's not getting the mic. Go I, say hi to Trevor. Go, I know how to fix go, it. Go say hi to Trevor. Get, get in there. Yeah, we. We. What's Round Patty doing here? Yeah. What, did you get fired already at Six Eighty? I would have fired you. <laughs> this dude here. You bum. Let's take our last break. When we come back, uh, we'll read some texts. Four, uh, 502-414-1450. We'll talk about what's going on in the world of sports tonight. I've got one more story that I want to get Trevor's thoughts on. We'll do all that. I have thoughts. In the last segment here on the Mike Rutherford Show, 1450-961, The Big X. segment here of the Wednesday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show, 1450 96 The Big X. We've got about uh, 25 minutes here to get your thoughts in on the Thornton sex line. I was Five, this when I used the bathroom. 502-414-1450 <laughs> is the Thornton sex line. Hit us up. Uh, get your thoughts in before we call it a day here. We'll look ahead to the, the night in sports. Mets still up 4 nothing on the Marlins. It's the, the first shoe that needs to drop for the Reds to have a good day. Reds will play the Guardians at 6-10. And then we're gonna, I think there's a second game between the Marlins and the Mets, and then the Braves need to beat the Cubs as well. We'll see what happens there. What do we have on the Big X programming tonight, Trev? Do you, do you have any idea? We uh, oh boy. we may or may not have the Tom Allen show on. Okay, well, I want to hear that. Maybe he'll snap for us and do some singing. That would be wonderful. Supposed to have it on, but uh, we're, we're still just novice with the, uh, the, the, the automation system here. Glenn's in here hanging out with me right now, and, and, and 680 uh, did, uh, you know, interns are in here with us. And I uh, just uh, asked him about the end. He's like, you might want to call Dave about that. I'm like, I don't want to call Dave. <laughs> Anybody. I feel like a, I'll do anything. I feel, like the, do. I feel like the kid who, like, like knows he has to tell his parents, like, want, to ask his parents for, like, a ride somewhere, but his mom's, like, mad because she just got fired or something. I, you're scared. And I, like, I walk in there, like, <laughs> walk in there and say something, and. He yells at me. The teacher just raised on everyone, but you really have to go to the bathroom. Like, well, I guess I'm just gonna pee myself. This is just pretty much is what I'm pretty much doing. I'm not gonna there. ask. I, I'd rather do that in front of all these people than just ask him and potentially get hit. So, I don't want another. I don't want another email. <laughs> uh, I did listen to a little bit of the Jeff Brom show last night, seven to eight on our sister station, nine seventy WGTK. Marty Huggins Bruce was in the house. He answered some questions. 
Uh, and, and I think the most exciting thing that he said, they asked him about the trick play to Jawar Jordan at the end of the first half, and he said, we have an entire playbook full of trick plays. Entire playbook. Don't get worried about us wasting our only trick play early in the season against Boston College. we got a whole playbook full of them. We're coming. You're going to see plenty as the, as the year goes on. Uh, Trev, are you from the – before we go to the text line, I asked this knowing full well what the answer is probably going to be. But have you paid any attention to this Crystal Rogers murder storyline over the years? No, is this the one – I think you brought it up to me early in our show existence, right? Probably. Or, the, the Bargetown murder. Is she the one that yeah, disappeared and like, they, they think it's the, the boyfriend, but they can't prove it? Like, Correct. He, exactly. he owned a farm or something? Exactly. You got yeah, you, Okay. You're, you're right there. So there's been this whole thing. She was, you know, there was a, a police officer in Bargetown that was murdered ambush style on the on the highway. Um, you know, the, the, the BG, as they call it down there. This is, I mean, I, I drive past all the stuff when we go down to Mary's hometown. You can see, like, there were four really high-profile murders. Krista Rogers disappears. Uh, her dad then is looking for her. He gets killed, like, a year later. There's another murder of a, a mother and a daughter. And that, like, the house is, like, right off the street. When we drive to Mary's house, you can see where the house is. It's a very busy, it's all crazy stuff happening in Bargetown. But they arrested this guy. Um, it was like, the boyfriend, wasn't it? They arrested this guy like two weeks ago, Joseph Lawson, who apparently knew something about this. They arrested him, and that was the first big break. And then today they announced that they have officially arrested Brooks Halk, the boyfriend, and charged him with murder. I mean, you're talking to me, everyone kind of sort of thought that this was – they knew it was him, but they just wanted to make sure that they had all their ducks in the row so that when they finally prosecuted him, he didn't get off and you know, they, they lost their one chance to lock him up. And it sounds like now they're they're going for it. I so. mean, I would think. I mean, because when, when did when did this happen? This has been a couple of years, right? It's been like eight years now. I mean, I can't imagine evidence like being that plentiful to find at this point, especially strong evidence. So, I, I mean, yeah, I'd, I would think. I hope they have something good if they, if they really want to go after more, unless they're just. This could be just you know it's been so many years. We've got to you know if we don't at least try to put somebody in jail for it, then we're never going to end of it. And well, they've raided his house a few times in, in, in never the last couple of years. didn't get anything, right? Well, we don't know. We have no idea. You know, the, the indictment's sealed. We don't know what they found. We don't know what the evidence is. I think the assumption is that they found something. When you heard the details, like, it very clearly points the finger at him. Like, everybody kind of well, – like, he was asking people around town, hey, when – when this murder happened, if you like, how did it happen? How did they do it? Yeah, exactly? is, he, is he the one that Google searched how to bury a body? That, that wasn't him. That was okay. that was somebody else. It was <laughs> it was much easier to arrest that person. Whereas like all of his Google searches were like, how do you disintegrate a body? How long does a body smell after decompose? Like all this. I was like, it was like, how do you get away with murder? I mean, to be basically? fair, you know, that is still circumstantial though. It, it is, but it's not a great look for you. So, no. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it doesn't help. No. <laughs> if you were his attorney, you you would you prefer that not to be evidence. So, but uh, that was a big piece of evidence, piece of news that broke this morning. He's now been charged with a murder. Uh, they apparently have some new go, evidence. They've got enough. They got the right evidence to get, put him away. Here's hoping. I mean, we have no idea what it is. he is charged. Maybe he's with, guilty. He's charged with tampering with evidence as well. I mean, I, I kind of want to find out. We probably I mean, will never find out. That, that right. kills somebody and throws away technically tampering with evidence. I mean, I want to find out what happens to the dad because like, the dad was. He's out searching for her, and he's killed like by a sniper rifle, like a very professional type deal. Like I kind of want to know guy, what like the DC guy. Remember the DC sniper? Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. Was it him? No, he's that guy got put to death. Okay, he's gone. 
the, the just checking. The he boy was, that he worked with is still in jail. Maybe he's in jail. I don't know. He's in jail, so no, that's probably not going to happen. But it was a big piece of news. <laughs> nice to see if, if, in fact, he did do this, which it sounds like he probably did. Nice to see him potentially being brought to justice here. Nice to see a break in the case. I'm sure that her mom is feeling a little bit better. Well, this is a random drifter that's not even. I don't think that's moved. It's been gone for years now. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton sex line. Uh, Texas says that we're live on the stream, but the radio is on the national show. Just FYI, uh, Glenn, I've been told we are live on the stream and national on radio. Good day, everybody, Glenn. Hey, Glenn. We're li- we. Are, he says we are live on the radio. He said that texture is full of it. Well, he said that tell that texture to get his butt over here. Glenn's got something to tell to him. It's, there's a few of them then saying. He just punched a wall. Dude, I wouldn't come over to Texture. He looks angry. All right, well, whether we're on the radio or not, we'll, we'll keep going for the strange stop, people. Stop beating up Patty Ice. What are you doing? Texture says, did you fellas get new mics? You sound a lot clearer and better, honestly, over TuneIn. Well, look, for all the problems we've had with TuneIn over the years, say, yeah. at least if one thing's going to be better, it, it should be TuneIn. So it, that's good. Yeah, I hope it is us he's listening to on TuneIn. I mean, <laughs> it's the national show. Like I noticed, I guess it's 30 minutes old, but they dropped a new clue for the 502 flyby. Uh-oh. What is it? Uh, I, 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 can't wa- well, I, don't wanna, I can't watch the video really. Oh, I thought uh, they may have had it in the text. Every, is that what it is? Oh, everybody's favorite. Okay, I see it now. I was watching this one. Everything, whose favorite summertime intersection? We'll be at everyone's favorite summertime intersection. Uh, I bet that's where uh, Dairy Castle is. The Disney Wiz? D- Dairy Castle. That's, oh. that's my guess. Summertime intersection. That's my guess. That's, yeah, that's my guess. Okay. Yeah. He, apparently, I screwed something up, but Glenn fixed it because he is the man. Stop. Uh, Texas I says, want to talk, you give me a note. Like, you can talk on here, Glenn. They put me on the other. They put anybody on there. Texas says, did you all <laughs> see NC State coach Dave Dorn calling U of L players goofy on on X? Is that an insult? I, I'm, I'm going to take it as it. I mean, as one. I guess, yeah. I mean, yeah, but, but I mean, is that like, really, is that like a mean thing to say that they're goofy? I didn't see him call us goofy. I want to know what, what context it was. I'm assuming he's talking about the the cartwheel. Yeah, but that's just, I mean, yeah. I mean, goofy would be if we were like coming out like dancing like Remember the Titans before the game or something. <laughs> I just Twitter searched Dave Doran goofy, and the only response is from a UNC fan from 2015 saying, Dave Doran, you now look like an idiot trying to hate on my Tar Heels. Goofy smile on your face when you thought we lost. <laughs> I love the ACC. Good point. Uh, but no, I've not seen Dave Doran. But, but I can use that as motivation. I can turn anything into motivation. Yeah, it's Dave Doran. Bleep you, Doran. You say I'm a tall, handsome, three-legged man, and I'll still take it as an insult. Texas, do you see the story from last week? Could Trevor pass a high school math proficiency exam? I don't know what story they're talking about. There's no link there, but my, I mean, math the, the answer to the question is no. Like, what level math are we talking about? Like, high school math. Like, what, 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 what grade? Like, just a all-encompassing four years of high school. For the math. record, I took pre-algebra my freshman year. Does it matter what grade I'm talking about? The answer is no. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I could, but I, I know you can. You know I'll do good in English and in, in, in reading, though. Well, reading. I mean, in English, you can. No, I, did, you know, I got six, 16 in reading and 14 in English, I think. Yeah. I think, so you, I, did, I think you did the second best in math. No, math was the third best. Right. I thought you did the second best in math. <laughs> well, I think You were posted all, your own score. They were all 14s and 16s, so, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I thought you had a – did you not get a 12? Uh, yeah, 13s and 16s, right? Yeah, that's why I pretty much did uh, – yeah, 14 overall, thir- uh, no, four, you're right, 14 in math, 13 in science. Yeah. 
14 in English and 16 in reading, yeah. Because I even outdid uh, Patty Ison and uh, uh, Pat round, round Patty in, uh, in, in reading. Well, you not in reading, but in, like, the one specific category. I beat him. <laughs> Patrick got a 31 in the ACT. I beat him. You did not beat him. In I, got that, well, I got a 91 in uh, comprehension or That's something. That's what it was. He, he, missed, he missed the yeah. two. There's Because no, no one comprehends the English language like me. Right. The, the, he, the, okay, here's the story that the texter was talking about. Students at 40% of Baltimore high schools failed math proficiency exams. They're referring to it as educational homicide. I mean, no. We, I, well, in fairness, I would have done better at a high school math test when I'm in high school. Maybe. I should probably not. <laughs> texter says, can Trevor name who was the vice president under Obama? It was Biden. <laughs> okay. Have we not established when it this is this is why I was mad about history not being on the, the desk. I'm good at history. I like history. Chris the plumber has texted in three times. Mike, please tell me that you love Trump like I do. We need him back. Well, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I got some bad. Chris, you might want to tune in the morning show more. <laughs> <laughs> at least half of it. I mean, I don't despise him. I mean, but you know. Texas, what happens in Vegas is a good rom com movie. You never I've never seen it. Uh, it's, that's Ashton Kutcher and, um, uh, Brittany Daniels, uh, uh, not Brittany Daniels, what's, uh, Brittany Murphy, I think. Isn't that, isn't that her? I want to say it's I good. don't, I don't know. I'm not familiar with I can't remember if that or Cameron Diaz, I forget. He did one with both of them. I forget which one was which. Oh, we made an angry guy mad. What? He responded to the, his stripper poles line being so bad, and then, then afterwards he goes, LOL, the delusion of you clowns. That game did nothing for you all as a national brand. You aren't a national brand. Y'all are comedy. I mean, well, I mean, comedy or not, it's still national, right? Yeah. I mean, we didn't. You don't have to be. You don't have to be nationally good to be nationally known. In this case, we were. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not, I'm not even going to go UK level. I mean, this is our most national moment was pouring Gatorade under Coach when they still lost the game. Congrats on your 55 Music City Bowl appearances. Quite the accomplishment. Didn't ask for championship with Vinny G. Texture says something wrong with the podcast upload. Um, oh, I need my Kentucky roll call fix for today. Tell me, bro, one. No, see, it's not just me getting yelled at for the podcast. I was going to say, how, because on Monday people were like, the KRC pod had no problem going up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and everybody's like, come on, can you be more like Scoot? Well, I, I say that on a daily basis. Scoot, Scoot's got the podcast up. Scoot's can fix it. Scoot, Scoot's, Scoot's would never get arrested. Scoot's didn't take a swing at his mom. <laughs> did you hear Scoot's, Scoot's got a brand Scoot, new car? Scoot's got a brand new car. Scoot's, yeah. Scoots, Scoots wouldn't, Scoots, Scoots wouldn't take it, take it to drop a lo- load on, on the side of the highway. Scoots knows how to mount a TV. He doesn't just leave it hanging on his mantle, <laughs> sitting on his mantle. I've, I have no TVs mounted in my house. I'm, I'm definitely afraid of putting my TV on the wall. <laughs> he gets right up there with arachnophobia. I'm like no, so little confidence in myself. And hanging a TV on the wall, I will not. I will not do it. I had it hung. Yeah, we, we hired. We got somebody to do it. Oh, I should do. I should do it. We got the guy who like. He, like, brought it in. I mean, it makes so much sense to do it because it would save so much more space, too. But, like, I just I have no confidence in doing it or even anybody else doing it. I, want, I don't want anything. I, want it on, I don't want it on the wall. Texter says, are the two most memorable interceptions in Louisville football history both from Floyd's? Anthony in the rain game and Terrell in the Florida game. Yeah, probably. Yeah, right there. I think so, yeah. What else even comes to mind? I mean, the we intercepted a Hail Mary to end the Boise State Liberty Bowl. I don't Score was forty four, forty five. But yeah, it was all. All you had to do is knock it down. Like I can't think of a, I can't think of one. I mean, I was gonna. That was Patrick said. Six eighty. Brian said. 
the Jai interception against Clemson. We had two against Clemson. The second one, we went ahead. If we'd won that game and we got up 29-28, I think that one would stick out as an all-time moment. I mean, I can't see. The thing is, it's sad. I know we've intercepted the runs in that overtime, that rain game, that uh, that game, but I don't even remember who made the pick because then Tony Stallings had the run. Right. And Mike Brown, I believe, blocked the field goal. But I don't remember who had the pick in overtime. Because they had the ball first, and we intercepted the runs. Right, it was the exact same setup as before. So. Yeah, and I still, now, but I can remember the setup. I just don't remember who made the pick. So, but that being said, I guess I can't argue it over. Because you're right. I mean, I know Floyd and Floyd. Yeah, now, I feel like we should know that. Who made the pick of the runs in yeah, that game? We yeah, we should. I mean, I'm sitting there remembering who blocked the kick, who did everything else. So, yes, yeah, so some reason, I wonder if there's a. How do you know who blocked the kick is, is very impressive, by the way. I just, well, I'm, I just always kind of remember that because he was he was the running back from like Butler that they, like the third straight running back that the John L. Boot the linebacker, and that was kind of my running joke with my friends that like why can't our linebackers tackle because they all played running back in, in high school. So you know who it was? Who was it? Anthony Floyd. Wasn't it Floyd that got that An- pick too? Anthony Floyd intercepted Jared Lorenzo's pass. Yeah. All right, well, so it's all Flo- it's all about. That's why we have Floyd Street. It's all it's, it's all about <laughs> Anthony, it's all about Anthony and Terrell. That's why I love Pink Floyd. Yeah. Uh, Texas says it was a typo in the transcript. He didn't call us goofy. He said good. And multiple people have said that. Wow. I choose not to believe that. I'm more insulted by it. There are no typos. You say we're only good? We're better than good, <laughs> baby. We're there good. are no typos. There are no mistakes. Dave Dorn knew exactly what he was doing. He's calling us goofy. He's calling Jeff Brom goofy. He's calling the entire UofL football program goofy. We need, we're coming for his head on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Down with Dorn. Texas says Brooks has to go down. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> because I, mean, I don't know the hope thing. I said something about Brooks had hope or something. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the, the Goofy was a mistyped quote from their coach. There was an article, and he was saying our DBs were good, but in the story they mistyped it as Goofy. I, I'm not buying it. No. I thought he'd just be hacked. He's calling Storm Duck Goofy. You guys going to. I, 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 for that? I didn't think we used typos anymore, and then we uh, in the word hacked. He got hacked. I was hacked, and they changed the they changed the one word from good to goofy. The reporter. I mean, that's not even like. How would you get goofy? I mean, if I type in autocorrecting good, does goofy even come close to coming up? Shouldn't. Yeah, I don't get that one. I'm not buying that. I think that's. I think he's he regrets calling us goofy, and now he's he's trying to back up. I think that's a. Yeah, I think that's exactly what's yeah. happening right now. Yeah, that's what's um. Texture says, I suspect angry guy to be Tony Tony Vanetti. <laughs> uh, that annoying. Uh, <laughs> Texas says, so our senior night basketball game on the CW being sandwiched between Charmed and Buffy the Vampire player reruns is a new low. It's good for Trevor, though, as he won't have to change the channel almost all day. It's a great time. Not a Buffy. Never got into Buffy or uh, Charmed. Never got into any of those shows. Uh, I used to, I used to always wake up, like, I guess fall to sleep by watching TNT or something. I'd wake up, and Charmed was always on there. I'd be like, why is Shannon Dorney on my TV in 2000? But uh, no, I agree that text are 100%. That's how I feel. We're <laughs> on the CW. It's great. It is depressing. I mean, we went it's from, so depressing. We had a nice little run there where every single year, our last, that, that Saturday before conference tournament week, we were always playing the CBS game. You know, when we beat UConn, in the AAC year where they ended up going to win the, on to win the national title, we beat them by 33. That was CBS. When we beat Notre Dame like two or three times, that was CBS. A couple of the Virginia games, CBS. We've gone from that to Boston College 530 CW. That's our, that's our warm-up act for ACC Tournament Tuesday probably. 
uh, in Charlotte. I mean, that's just no. It's sad. I mean, that's, that is depressing. Listen, Bally's is, is sucks. Okay, I'm, I mean, we're not going to argue that. There's no arguing. Even Bally's themselves admit they suck. But it's a sports channel, at least. Like you say, the CW. Yeah, I think of like I'm going to see like I don't expect Turner to watch Lil Watch. I expect Turner to watch an NCIS rerun commercials for the Mike Rutherford show. <laughs> yes, like, like I'm, trying, I'm trying to see CW. I want to watch OBW wrestling, which is tomorrow night. You know, I want. I'm, I don't want. Yeah, it's just it seems. It's, it's, and I know it's not just us because it's an ACC thing now, but it's, it's also an embarrassment to the embarrassment to the ACC. Texter so, also says the machine with the genie in big was called Zoltar. <laughs> That's the name, the name of the, the politician. You know, I watched that movie growing up. I thought they, that <laughs> kind of scared me a little bit. I think the first time I watched Big, I was like six. I turned off. That, I saw Zoltar it. was scary. I I don't know where we were down, and my my mom took us on vacation with her friend and, and, and Jason and Derek and her friend Missy. I think we were somewhere in Florida, and this hotel we were in, and like my memory like sees this hotel as like this giant plaza, like great. Cause they had a movie theater in it. I don't remember why it did, but it did. And that Big was the movie that was showing that, and my stepmother's an alien. So the two movies that were in the theater that when we were down there, and I watched them both. I like my stepmother. Yeah, <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. Uh, Texas wants to know who Trev has in the Ryder Cup this week. Man, this could be a – I know you're going to crap on it, but Friday, if the Reds are still, like, in contention, I could have Ryder Cup, Reds, and cards all in one sports day. That could be a fantastic sports sports uh, weekend. And you got the Lions on Sunday, right? Lions on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Well, then the Lions are on Thursday this week. They're playing Thursday this week? Lions-Packers. Thursday tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, wow, look at you with these primetime things. Thursday, baby. It's, it's, coming it's, coming the, at you. it's the Big X Bowl tomorrow night. Uh, I mean, Rutherford, Thursday, Rutherford versus Walker. That Thanksgiving, how many Thursday games do you have this year? Hey, what? Yeah, how many Thursday games do oh, yeah, you have played? Well, Patrick, you're 689. Don't, you're, you're not part of the Big X Bowl. He's still here. He's a, he's a Packers fan. I no, he's know. not. Come on. Does he really count? No, he doesn't count. Well, he, he used to. Why is he a Packer fan? Who knows? Is he just this year? He's going out. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a uh, good weekend, though. Yeah, we play Washington. Who do you like in the Ryder Cup, though? Do you like the Amer- Americans have not won oh, in Europe the, the in like win. 30 years? No, no, that, that's being broken now. 30? No way. Yeah. Oh, you mean there? They, we, we, we don't won. win in Europe. Yeah, we've won it here, right? Well, yeah, we won it here. We've won three of the last four. Okay, so does it go Europe, America, back and forth each year? Every two years, yes. Every two years. No, we're going to Europe. Yeah, we're invading that thing. Do you have any idea where the Ryder Cup is? Um, in Europe. Get, just take a guess. Major American city, in, major, major European city. London, good guess. It's it's it would be on that same in that same echelon. Um, Scotland, that's not a city. That's <laughs> <laughs> Scotland is not a city. Paris, no. But like, think the next one. I think the next one you're going to get is London, Paris. Where would you go next? France. That's a, that's a country. Oh, <laughs> uh, Amsterdam. Uh, that's you. That's <laughs> you asked me where I'd go next. <laughs> Rome is the correct answer. Oh, Rome, Rome, Rome if Rome, you want Rome. to roam around the world. Just a B-52. Texas says, yes, angry guy. It could be debated whether or not that FSU win made us nationally relevant, but what's not up for debate was how low effort and unoriginal your joke was. Ooh. Ooh. Text fire. Text fire. Text fire. We got a fight going on over here. Texas, well, it was funny. The BC fans were wondering if Halfley did something to Braum before in the game. Hopefully, Braum makes NC State fans say the same thing. Because we ran that play? I mean, we were up by 21. We were up by 21 at the end of the Indiana game in the first half, and we almost lost. So, it's not like we were running it up or anything. I love listening. As I told you, I was driving during the halftime of that. 
And if I, I mean, just the entire halftime show was just like basically Rogers and uh, I forget the other guy. I forget our other dude's name. The whole time, like, I hope the coaching staff reminded him about the, the uh, onside kick again. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, for 20 minutes, that's all I talked about was the onside kick reminder. <laughs> Texas, last year I hung my 70-inch TV for the first time. Not a day goes by that I don't expect to come home from work and find it in my wall in pieces. It looks dope, though. And I don't have any faith in myself to do that. I don't. Wow, 70 inches. That is long. I knew you weren't going to let that one go by. As I'm reading it, I'm like, Trevor. Come on. I mean, you were taking it too, right? Of course. I mean, what do you want me to say? I don't know if I should be happy or feel bad for his wife. Trevor. Did you see the Braves clip of. Oh, Akana or Kona or whatever? No, 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 no. The, the, the Braves clip last night where they're like, they, they made a pitching change. And the announcer's like, so the Braves go from Johnson to hand, and the batter will be Master Buoni. Oh, I know him. And he's like, he's like, thank goodness uh, Jeff Francoeur is in the other booth right now because Francoeur, I guess, is, is sort of immature. But like, I saw that line. I was like, that's, that's, no, that's a funny clip. Master Boney plays for uh, Gwinnett. He mostly spent one season in AAA. And, and I, trust me, I listened to him on the Bats games a few times. And he's one of the ones where after the game, I looked, I told Nick, I'm like, this is why you are in your seat and I'm where I am. Yeah. I can't imagine. I would, I would just giggle every time I say his name. Texas also angry guy is definitely Dave Jennings and not Vanette. <laughs> I like him. He's a good guy. Um, God, angry guy. Angry guy is so mad. Now, I mean, it's not Dave. He's, he's so <laughs> angry guy is so mad. Uh, LOL. I, I can't even read the rest of this tweet, but I love when Cards fans say stripper jokes are unoriginal. So many people know you as that now. The jokes are unoriginal. Well, yeah, like nine-year-olds think those are unoriginal. It's been ten years. I mean, you can find still, something new. No, the, the thing is, is that you can still kind of make the joke. You just have to be better about it. You've got to be not like a. You can't be as. You can't use a the six-year-old joke. Yeah, you're you stripper poles. You got to come up somewhere like, like body glitter. Like you got you got to use you got you got to come up with. There's so many other different stripper like references you can use. It's tough now. Most of them have been used. True, but you can still. It's still easier than just saying a stripper pole. Do you have any, like, who wants to be a millionaire jokes to throw at us, angry guy? As long as we're tackling these phenomenons to hide their popularity. Let's make a deal. <laughs> you watched that show, didn't you? Oh, of course. I, 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 I was even into that show. It was show. a cultural phenomenon. I was, yeah. it was great. I didn't, I didn't get into how, who wants to be a millionaire. Uh, how to be the, that, I didn't get into that one, but the, the Howie Mandel. I mean, how can I turn down Howie Mandel? He's a worth of Bobby. Stop, 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 We're not going to do that. Here's <laughs> they had a Zoltar in the vestibule area of my local Perkins in Cincinnati when I lived there, right next to the pull knob cigarette vending machines, Monarchs, Newport, Cools, Marlboro, Winston's. It had it all. Those, oh, those are the days. Buying cigarettes out of machine. You were born too late, Trev. You go, what? Whoa, whatever. I was buying my, some of my, all my first <laughs> cigarettes were out of a machine. I was nine years old, man. I was buying some, yes. I, I, I bought my first cigarettes out of uh, out of machine, yeah. I, I, for several years, I did that. Uh, we've got machines. Those need to come back. Yeah. Crap out of luck, though. <laughs> we've got not not much in the way of sports on TV tonight. There is a U.S. Open Cup in Miami. You can watch uh, Lionel Messi play on Telemundo tonight at 830 if you want to against the Houston Dynamo. Better Women's better. College Volleyball, it, it takes center stage on ESPN at 7 o'clock. Texas A&M at Florida. But we'll pick once again since we did it last night and it worked out well for me. The Reds must win situation yet again. Six ten is the first pitch at Progressive Field. The Reds also are going for their first win in the uh, the, the Ohio Cup. I think since they started doing a four game series, we have to face Shane Bieber, who I thought was dumb. I don't know why. I hate that he's pitching. But it is Abbott versus Bieber. Six ten first pitch. Reds got to get the win 
Indian or in Guardians are a slight favorite. TK, who wins tonight? Abbott versus Deaver could be a lip sync contest, my pick. Um, well, I went, Indians last well, again, I, I, went, I, went in, I went to them last night. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with the reverse karma still. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Cleveland again. I'm taking Cleveland too. I think the, I think the dream dies tonight. I hope I'm wrong, but I feel like they could have done, and, and there's not much. My excitement is dead tonight. Regardless, have a fantastic Wednesday night. We'll see you guys back here tomorrow at 3. Go Cards. Kind of looks like he's talking to Go Reds.